Oh my god, guys, this is so crazy. We're back. We bike. Oh my god, <laughs> I love this for us. Is no one else excited? Everyone, yeah, stop excited talking. Stop talking. Stop talking. Hello, Nicole. <laughs> we back. <laughs> Season two. Let's go. All right. I love Ooh. that for us. What is going on, everybody? As you can see, we are back. ABC is a black podcast. I am the A. I am Redmond. I'm the American. Let's I am go. Ty. I am the B. I am the British one. The British mommy. I am JC, the C Mike. And as always, you are not your black past. No. Yes. Welcome Excuse back. Me. My bad. I, oh, I, please. I miss time. No, my, all good. My thing. Um, yeah, let's go. What's going on? Uh, we're going to have a little nice quick show for y'all. Actually, it's never quick with us. Ever. To be fair. Ever. We got a whole new setup. I guess that don't even matter. Y'all have never seen the other setup. Opulence. <laughs> so, so uh, yes. we got green cushions. Holler Period. at us. We, we got, got trees. Money. Money. We got trees. We <laughs> got a TV money in we the got, background. We got TV with Television. logos in the background. We're Period. doing big things. 72-inch screens. Mm-hmm. So, where are we starting? Summer recap. Summer yeah, recap. Guys, we have been off air for a very long time. How long? A couple months. Three, Damn. two months, two, three months. Yeah, wow. since we last sat down together. We last recorded in June or beginning of July. It would have mm-hmm. been end of June because I left July. Right, yeah. right. So end of right, June. Right, right. End of June. Probably a week before you left. Oh, yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, literally end of June, first and of I, July. I appreciate everybody who called and messaged me saying, yo, y'all still recording? Haven't heard anything literally. in a while. It's nice to know that people are still checking for us. That's why I appreciate love it. Everyone was messaging me like, where's the rest of the pod? Like, have you guys stopped doing it? And I was like, no, I'm just away. So obviously mm-hmm. we can't record without me. Right. I would appreciate if people had did that to me, but that didn't happen. <laughs> None of your people said, where's the podcast? No. Damn. No. Okay, so let's just me. get on Redmond's friends because obviously you lot don't be listening then. <laughs> okay. Y'all whack, show love, like show support. I, mm. How is that your boy and you don't listen to his like podcast? What? That's crazy. My Step people it up. was literally, even my, even my mom was like, where's the podcast? Because I listened to it on Sunday. Really? Yeah, oh, my mom yeah. listens to our podcast. Real supporters. Okay. Hi, mommy. Did she also, listen to the last episode? And also, my mom... Yeah, she listened to all of them. The one where we were talking about socks? <laughs> yeah, socks. Listen, my mom is about that Give life. Give it a minute. Okay. Give it a minute. You'll remember it. Yeah. Crunchy socks? Crunchy socks. I don't know. Never, let's no. move on. Hi, mommy. Socks Hi, recorded on, t- on, on tape. My tape. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mama don't care. She knows that I'm a grown-ass woman. Mama raised a G. Um, yeah, so my mom listens. So, and also she very much uh, voted for us more than once. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, yes. No, that's for later. Sorry. Oh, oh. First is summer recap. Okay, yeah. So, so yeah. summer recap. Since Ty, I believe, had the most uh, lit summer, I, I say really we did. start with you. How was your summer, my dear? Uh, fantastical. <clears throat> it was actually a really good. Um, so, because I have been trying to get my permanent residency in this country for time. Um, my visa ended and they give you like, um, what's it called? They give you basically stay, but you can't leave the country until okay. your immigration stuff has been sorted out, right? Gotcha. So I've not been able to leave this country for a good t- two years and it's really upsetting me and my homegirls. So this was the first time that I was able to leave. I actually re- very much left um hoping that my PR would be approved when I when while I was gone. Not actually knowing, but with the faith of God. <laughs> okay. With the faith of God, it came through. 
Um, so yeah, so I went to Barbados for two months or seven weeks. Um, was chilling with my mom. My cousins from the UK came. My friend Violet came from Jamaica. Um, and we had a time. We jumped with Crave the Band for Carnival. We did um, four-day morning with Colours. We went to DJ Puffy's party. Like, we did every party. We turned up. We had a great time. We drank, drank. We drank drinks. We ate food and had a merry good time. Went to the beach, lived my best life. And then when my friends went home and my cousins went home, it was just me and my mom together for the first time in my life because always my brother had been there. Her ex-husband was there. And like my grandparents were there all the time. So never really had a time to ourselves. So we just had a really good, um, you know, girls time getting to know each other as women and Mm. her helping me through this period of my life. That's just been a bit rocky and messy. And while I was there doing that, I did a Britney and cut off my hair. Uh, I remember when you sent us those pictures. I very much did a Britney and cut my hair. But you didn't go crazy. No, it's like, it's, I will show you. Basically, people are watching are like, but you're wearing a wig. Yes, because we're black girls and that's what we can do. Um, but I'll show you in, I'll show you before you leave. But yeah, I cut my hair it's all the way. It's like a level one, or maybe two now because it's grown out. I dyed it blonde and I was just out there with my bald-headed self swimming in the ocean. How'd that feel? Absolutely amazing. I bet. Can I just say, <laughs> men have it good. You guys can literally, someone's rubbing up your scalp. Mm-hmm. delicious you guys are in the shower and your hair gets wet and it literally dries in 2.2 seconds if amazing that. and then when you're swimming it's just on your scalp it's mm-hmm. so nice mm-hmm. i've never like my scalp has not been free all my life mm-hmm. it dries out fast though it dries what do you mean like i think having short hair well i don't know that for myself at least that it my skin like i have a lot of dandruff issues to be honest with you still yeah man well i think bad. that's the oils and stuff that you need to i have not figured it out honestly it got bad during the pandemic you got to put I more oil in your scalp. I do. I use our argon oil. No. Mixed with Moroccan oil. No. Use some Crisco. Uh, <laughs> That's not what you should be using. Canola. You need I, a pepper. I, you need a pepper. You need um um pepper what's, not product? peppermint. You need tea tree oil. Rosemary and castor oil. That's what you need. You need to give him a scalp treatment. Hold him down. I his mom or his girlfriend. Well, let well, him pay then. I wouldn't want my mom to do that. To be fair, at my big age. Um, Sorry, my mom was very much uh, parted and oiling my scalp while I was away. It was absolutely amazing. That literally heals your inner child, you know, mm-hmm. to sit between your parents' legs and then take out your braids or 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 like part your hair and all of that. Yeah, is literally like it just gives you some inner child love. I'm not gonna lie, it felt amazing. You and your mom yeah. reconnected for real. Yeah, for real. Nice. Yeah, and I literally could be a child because since I've been here, I've been very responsible. Got my own place paying all these bills if i need to eat i have to cook for myself can you imagine <laughs> and here Beautiful. she's like oh do you want breakfast cook me dinner washing my clothes fold my clothes gladly too oh literally yeah. with a smile on her face yeah. you know it is, you you're right it, it is nice i'm just thinking about like i mean i'm i grew up the oldest in the hood so i had to learn to take care of myself very soon oh but then when i moved to toronto and my grandmother was here yo she was very much big on I don't want you to worry about anything. I don't want you to worry about where you're going to stay, what you're going to eat and all of that stuff. I just want you to go out there and, you know, live through your light. I love that. So it was nice to wake up and because my grandmother was a morning person. She'd be up at 6 a.m. Mm, cooking same. breakfast and it was mm. ready and, you know, it was it was nice. So it is there is nice. It just feels very loving. Yeah, Look at I me not like being was, a hater. I feel like I was loved on. 
Mm-hmm. My mama loved on me. And I loved Love on top. Yeah. Especially when everyone went and it was just us there for like, I was there for 10 days before everyone came and 10 days after everyone left. Oh, perfect. So it was just really good just to have her to myself. I had a little cry, had a little breakdown, you know. And she was just you like. Canada that much? No, <laughs> definitely not about coming back here. <laughs> okay. Not for that. Mm, just about life, you know, being 30 years old and trying to get your life together and all that. You crap. missed us? I really did miss you guys. You're I'm full not of gonna shit. no I, what? <laughs> I did. You missed me and Redmond. Yes. Okay. I missed right. this. You missed okay. this. You missed this. Yeah, but not us. But, but, but you, this would never be this if it wasn't about y'all. Fair Let's enough. Fair real. enough. Okay? Fair enough. Yeah. Appreciate it. So, okay. Period. Sorry, yes, I love it. <laughs> yeah, do that, Redmond. Um, but yeah, I really did miss coming down every week. Do you know what? Before I left, you lot know I was going through, I'm going through some stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you lot know that this was one of the only things that I had that in my life at that time mm-hmm. that was positive, that was fun. I would always come like, oh, today's been miserable. And by the time we leave recording, I'm kiki, happy, happy, laughy, laughy. Right, like right. you guys used to set my, my weeks. To well, be honest. We are glad to be a part you. of that. Yeah. We I couldn't love you guys. do this podcast without you. Absolutely we wouldn't not. think about it either. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not leaving without my 33%. So figure like, it out. <laughs> I know. Redman, how was your summer? Oh, I apologize. Ty, did you get through everything you want to talk? Yeah, about? that was it. Yeah, I had a time. Redman, side, side note. All right, I just have a question. Mm. What do you What do you guys think about men with wigs now? I feel like that's a big men with Wait, wigs. What? <laughs> Sorry, no, 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 no. Listen, listen. There's been a big thing of like men getting the wigs that look like hair. Yeah, like the toupees, but like the nice yeah, ones yeah, yeah. now. Yeah. What do you mean? What What are we talking about? Like they actually have lace fronts. Like they have glue. And they stick. It's like yeah. a toupee, but they've been they've evolved using the, the 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 lace that we use as women to really look good. So they have these ones that are like kinky textured, and then these people are getting it cut and it's giving the weight. They're getting fake. All of that fakes, stuff. Yeah. But what happens when the woman that you finally get with your toupee rubs on your head? No. And Feels the bones. Well, the same way you can't touch our wigs, the same way we can't touch yours. You can't tell, and it's so okay. Blue. See, the lines he are getting blurred because women are entitled to not have their head touched. That is established. That is a, a you guys thing. Now men are saying, "Don't touch my head." Well, yeah, if he doesn't want his wig to get disheveled and his waves to get erupted, uh, like interrupted, yeah. All right, guys. You Listen, guys as someone fun. who is a wig wearer, when I saw it, I was like, mm, "This is not really." acceptable for me however who am i to say that you can't would i prefer to look at you with the wig or with your hairline to your ear exactly <laughs> i'd rather you put on the wig we will glue it down together babe and i'll do it every week hey. on a sunday hey boys, hey boys. if hey boys. i'm gonna be parting your scalp and and and, and redoing your cane rows, if i'm gonna be retwisting your locks i can lay your wig black men, black men uh hear me loud and hear me clear save your little dollars <laughs> Think about 3200 book a flight, a little bit of a stay in a hotel, take your ass to Turkey. I mean, yeah. 3200 go get yourself a full hair <laughs> transplant yeah. and go get your shit back. Because yeah, the I amount mean, of money, if you're going to be about to spend women prices on wigs, go and get a full hair cheap. transplant it's true, and go get a thing. Because women and their wigs, at least we're getting variety. We're getting style. We're getting No, you get variety options. for the guys too, though. What? Yeah. What? No, no for some real. people are putting dreads. Small no, for real. Right, for real, so, though. Right. <laughs> so bald guys are putting dreads? Yeah, yeah. bro. All right, guys. That's literally what it is now. Bro, they're shaping it up and looking, making it look legit. Yeah, respect. <laughs> He ain't with it. You don't respect it. I respect respect, it. You don't respect it. Bro, I got one on right now. A wig? Yeah. (laughs) 
can't cover this podcast no wig in your head. Yeah, you're mine. If I don't comb your hair backwards, fuck up your whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> you better watch your motor on me. Look at you. Looking stupid in the face. Don't touch my hair. I bet you, I, I dare a man tell me, don't touch my hair. Oh, comb your shit backwards so fast. Oh, shit. I'm here More for power to you, though. I'm, yeah. I'm hey, do what you got to do, man. Do what it's, you got to do. It's Life hard is out too here. short and too hard. There's a lot of, lot of, it's hard in society for both men and women mm-hmm. for the physical expectations that we have for each other. And, you know, this is why they're doing it. My so. wife and I, we took, a, I, don't, I probably mentioned this already, but my wife and I, we took a trip to Thailand in 2017. We were gone for a month. So oh, the nice. first leg of the tour, we had to spend some time, in, not had to, we chose to spend some time in Turkey. Now at the airport, I'm looking at, I'm, I saw one dude and it looked as if like maybe he was in like a motorcycle accident without a helmet yeah. because all of his head was all rashed up and it looked like road rash. I was like, oh damn, feel real bad for him. And then I saw another and another and another. And then it averaged out to maybe six out of 10 guys at the airport had the bandages and the bloody scalp really? and all that. Yeah. Come to find out from uh, uh, doing a little research, Turkey is the hair trans- male hair transplant capital really? of the entire world. Yeah. And it's it's not janky. It's not bandula. It's 100% no, is, yeah. legit. It's like the BBL for men. Yeah, it's like the Dominican Republic for... Yeah. So now, this is why I'm saying... So uh, talking to some guys at work, and uh, I remember one of them was talking about hair transplant. Everybody's like, ha, ha, hair transplant, that's gay. I'm like, actually, I would think about doing it. And it's always funny. Once you say you would consider doing something... Yeah, then the stigma's done. Then the stigma's done. Mm-hmm. I know three guys that I'm currently working with who all went and did it in Turkey. Really? And let me tell you something right it now. I'm not going to call any names, because... That's not polite, but my one brethren, when I tell you the man looks 25. That's what I'm saying. Yo, uh, Greek dude. Yeah. Curls, I'm, I'm sure. fade us. Listen, looking look like good. looking 25. Exactly. He's not 40. He's 25 now. I'm so Can't sorry, but nothing. I pay for it. If my man wants to go do that, I will literally go, go there it. and go with you. It. If you want to wear a wig, I will mm-hmm. glue your wig down. If mm-hmm. it looks good, it looks good. Who cares? Fair. Fair if, enough. If, if you are bald and you are spending four grand a year frivolously, right? Put that little four grand to the side. Go call them people. They'll book your flight. They'll book your accommodations. They'll Literally. pick you up from the airport in a good Mercedes van. Take you, hold you down. You do your thing. You come back home. Six months later, you're a young boy. Listen, wow. right now, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm doing 75 hard. If that don't work, my ass is going to get surgery. I am over this. <laughs> oh, wow. Period. What are you going to do? A whole life of fucking free 60. Okay, 360. We talked about this one time. Yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah. I actually do not care. I am going to get surgery if this 75 a day hard challenge don't work for me. <clears throat> the 75 hard will work. Struggling for what? <laughs> for what? Just to say you're natural. Who cares? I do. Who actually cares? I do. Why would you look in the mirror I'm for joking. any longer, hitting on yourself, <laughs> feeling down about yourself? Go save the money, girl, and go get that surgery. Okay? Go get it, girl. Okay. Redmond, so, how was your summer, my boy? My summer was great. I'm trying to remember it. Okay. Trust me. So where do I start? Where do I start? All right. So I guess shortly after you left, Ty, maybe a little bit after that, Carabana started popping off. Yeah, I did miss Carabana. So <clears throat> this was the one year where I was like, you know what? I'm going to as many parties as I can go to. And I went to like eight parties. Oh, you did? I went to hmm. Daylit, Acabana. I went to some other thing. I loved it. The night, the next day, I went to some other party. Sunday, there was a day party. 
Monday was a day party. Like I was outside, outside. Mm-hmm. Like the sun saw me. Like what up, dog? Welcome back to your life. You know what I mean? It was. <laughs> it was beautiful. Those guys, fake introvert, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm not fake introverted. <laughs> you fake introverted. I'm not. I'm very. I know mo- real introverts. We all do. You're not one of them. Yeah, honestly, I, I don't even know why you even say it. It's. It's not that I'm not an extrovert. Sorry, excuse me. I would agree I'm not an introvert. Okay. But I think the pandemic happening and me being forced to spend time with myself, mm. I enjoyed spending that time with myself. I, I do feel like a part of my social exposés. Uh, was because I was feeling a void of loneliness. Okay. And whereas now I had to spend time with myself, I don't feel lonely. So I didn't never feel the need to go outside unless it's with people I love, people I cherish, and, and friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I also, since I've been here, have never really party partied for Caravana. Okay. So I was like, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to go and party. Right? And then at this point, I had already decided that I'm going to do Caravana. Actually, I didn't go to the parade. Okay. I didn't go to what? the parade. I didn't go to the parade this Why year because I was going to London. Oh, that is anyway. What's we'll right. why? Because I'm gonna have, have some questions for you. Because yeah, yeah, I'm ready for the question. So, uh, um, first of all, let me just say, uh, black women in London are just mm-hah. we know. Yes, I can't wait to go back. My wife is there somewhere. I may have b- bumped into her. I hope I can meet her again, officially, <laughs> instead of daydreaming. Um. <laughs> And so I didn't go, I went, I didn't go to Carabana because I knew I was going to go to Notting Hill Carnival. Okay. So Carabana is like in the August and then a few weeks later, two, two and a half weeks later, I went to London. Okay. And now this is my second time in London. And this, this time. Year. No, no, no. It was last year when I went. Okay, my bad. In the winter, right? In the winter. Yeah. So yeah. this is like. This is the first time in the summer. Okay. Summer in London. Um, which is, the weather was probably almost the same. I won't even lie. Yeah. Like it was warm, but it was like what? It was the sun. Yo, that sun disappears at like noon, bro. <laughs> like it's gone. Even if it's sunny, it's cloudy. Mm-mm. So then there's no sun. And every day we went out because we obviously the thing when you travel, this is a new thing I've learned. When you travel, you need to. I just need a place to sleep. So I go with the most, the decent, least expensive hotel I can find. But I'm just there to sleep and all of that jazz. And then I'm gone the whole day. So. Is it in Travel Lodge currently? <laughs> no, I went to, I stayed in the uh, Premier Inn. Okay. The point. Hub Premier Inn. <laughs> that's kind of simil- that's simil- that's similar. I think. It's nice though. It's the, it's the Hub ones are nice. I haven't been to the like actual. But they're just, uh, for somewhere that you just go to be in the area so you can go out and just sleep, it's decent. Yeah, it's good yeah. for what it is. And it's the, the rooms, like they're small, but they're nice. That's London ro- Hotels. I think that's Europe in general, yeah. yeah. Um, but it had a little touch screen. I can control the the temperature in there. I can turn off the lights. I could. It was it was enough. Like it's quite comfortable. It's small. Mm. Um, I didn't pay for breakfast this time though, which was fine because I was outside. And part of the reason London was great this time is because last time I went by myself, but this time me and my boy who lives in New York we coordinated to go at the same time for Carnival. And he knows bare people because he went to London Business School. And he knew people from all over. So he would just like, yo, come connect with this person, this person. And it was just a vibe to be hanging out with all these good people. So I wasn't by myself Mm -hmm. this time. So I get to London. The first day, my boy's like, yo, we got to go get these burgers. I was like, all right, we go get the burgers. 
It's called Bow and Son. Oop, nope, Bun and Son. Yeah, mm. something like that. I don't know exactly where it's in London. Everybody's like, was it East End? I don't know, bro. It's okay. It was where we traveled to. I don't know. Probably the best burgers I ever had in my life. Yeah, oh my delicious. Be- you've had them? No. Best no. burgers I've ever had in my life. Like okay, so best women, best burgers. What else they got? I didn't say London had the best women. Okay. I just said they had beautiful, lovely black women. Chef's okay. Kiss. Like, I know. And I'm just saying, like, this is going to sound very men-ish, okay? But just the variety of beautiful physical types you get, it's just, it's just, you know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about, Ty? Yeah, like, I know. Every, every girl could look physically different. And good. A little bit more big body, more smaller, but just tens in the face. Just gorgeous. Just all of them. I was like, oh my God. I mean, oh my days. Oh my days. Yes. Redbed. Yes. Oh my days. I was in love every five minutes. Yeah. And they can dress. Oh, and they can dress. They can dress. I'm they so look sorry. good. I haven't dressed the same since I've been living in this country because where do you buy clothes? Please let me know. Dress <laughs> and colorful and like stand out. Like yeah. Toronto, like Toronto women are beautiful. I would never say they're not because yeah. I would be cap. But I wouldn't say that they are as stylish as London women I are. I agree. Like they dress a little bit better. They wear a little, there's a little bit more variety in how they dress. I agree. So first day the we The grass go- is always greener. <laughs> he's crazy. He's a Canadian. He's always gonna. He's always gonna vouch no, for listen, Toronto, which is fair. Toronto, with I think Toronto has more beautiful women in terms of the multicolored, the multicultural Cultural. spectrum of it all. Fair, but I think that England, London specifically, because I can't really speak for everyone else, but London specifically has best sense of style yeah and more cheeky banter and conversation that makes the women appear Enjoyable. more gorgeous more gorgeous well, i guess so yeah, yeah. like they're pretty but then also the vibe they also feel approachable like you can you can talk to them you chat a one two i talked to one of where you are in i mean yeah i guess depends on where you are but uh, <laughs> where where i was you know what i mean, you know what I mean? okay she's <laughs> So next day we go to Box Park Wembley, Aww, and yeah. Box Park Wembley. So Box Park is which I didn't know they have several. There's a Shoreditch, and there's Croydon. 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 Yeah, I'm not gonna say it right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is there? There's only three. No, there's Wembley, Shoreditch, and Croydon, and yeah, yeah, there's only three. There's not a Brixton one. No, Brixton is Pop Brixton. It's the similar setup, but it's not under the Box Park umbrella. Okay. So we go to Box Park Wembley, which is like a food hall, really. Like um, Chef's Hall or uh, Chef's Hall here, or I don't know another equivalent here in Toronto, to be honest with you. But like huge. And they throw parties. Yeah, they throw parties. There was a party at this. Always. And it was huge. There had to be like, it felt like 2,000 people were there. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, imagine, imagine Cabana, but inside. Okay. okay. Cabana might be a little bit bigger, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm just trying to give you reference of size of how large it was. Okay. I can't think of it. Outside of Cabana, I can't think of a Toronto equivalent. Okay. So go to Box Park. Oh, my God. This is when I knew my, my wife was in London because 
just the amount of now, as I'm saying, this is new. The grass is always greener thing is true. And also I'm like, this is the first time I've seen this volume of black women in one space in a very long time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Cause where they're at here anyway, sorry. Say that again. Where are they at here? What do you mean? Black like, women? I, like there's a lot of, obviously there's a lot of black women in, in Toronto. Yeah. But I feel like, except for like circafets and like things like that, there's not, a, I never see that many black people together, like in the same way. And even when you go to circafets, because obviously Trini and Guyanese, there's a lot of like Indian looking right. people, right? Right. But so like when I'm used to being in London where I will go somewhere and there's everyone's black, like literally most yeah. places I go to, everyone is black. And since being here, as much as there are black people here, it don't feel the same. It's not the same. I guess I, I would agree with that, right? But I think London by population just has more black people. Yeah, right? it does. So it does. Th- I think that's what I'm I'm getting as like what's the pop- what's the percentage of black people in London? Uh, there's more of us in London, like and it's thirteen and it's thirteen percent of that, whatever that is. So it's like sixty five, sixty five million people. No, no, sorry, I think there's nine million people in London. Yeah. So ten percent, thirteen percent of that is like. 900 no i feel like there's way more people than that than than there's over there's a more than a than a million million black people for sure for sure for yeah. sure but it's just I, I don't think that i ever see i definitely never in toronto see that many black people in a curated space do you guys spend much time outside of the city limits no no i didn't leave outside of london that's why yeah no no we, outside of the toronto city limits no for why as in, like, exactly as in, like, point. going to Scarborough and stuff, and like yeah. West, like Scarborough, and Western. Yeah, yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like Mississauga, uh, yeah, that's Brampton. What I'm so, like, I know that. No, I'm not saying that black people don't exist. Like, I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I know black people exist in Toronto, and like, I've been places where there's been like black people, but I feel like when there's black spaces here, it's not as big as in London. But I also think that Toronto doesn't have a venue that could hold that capacity that Box Park Wembley did. Outside of maybe people? a cabana. No, it had to be like 2,000 plus people, bro. It was, I'll show you a video. Okay. But it was, it was. Listen, when football's on, yeah, Premier League, that place is rammed because they'll yeah, have it there. Yeah. Everyone is there. It's crazy. So many podcasts do live shows there. In Jesus' name, one day, yeah, we will do a live show in, the, like Croy- in the Croydon one, close to home. Not. All up in my I feel like why, why, I, my preference is shortage. I won't lie. No, it's smaller. Yeah, but I mean, I just like. Anyway, we're gonna the do options it. over there. There's like one extra girl at shortage. He's like, that's my favorite. Anyway, yeah. So we're <laughs> gonna do a we're gonna do a live show in, in Box Park. Like it's 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 yeah. Oh, I miss London. I can't even lie. This is how big it Everyone is. Everyone was there in the summer and it would just like, look lit. Everyone's summer massive. lit. Holy shit. That was like a good time. Yeah, it was a vibe. And that looks empty compared to how Well, I'm this sure is uh, this is early. I know, that's what I'm saying. How I'm sure it got later. Yeah. That's why I'm saying it looked yeah. like there had to be like 2,000 plus people It was. There. It gets ramped up in yeah. there. Yeah, and there's no equivalent size of a venue in Toronto. You don't know that. Well, like if you do, to, yeah. let us know. Do you know what the most blackly <laughs> blackest place is like when I went and saw Just, Jasmine Sullivan and we was in history? history. Oh, delicious. All the black people were there. It was a vibe. It was so yeah. ram. It was great. I went to history I, recently. I want more of that. It was good. But yeah, so Box Park Wembley. So that was a vibe. 
And then my boy was like, yo, come with us. We got a dinner at this one place. Yo, food also in ama- is amazing in, in London. Yeah, do you know when people go to London and they're like, oh, the food is bland? I'm like, where are you eating? That's what That's I'm saying. Where are you actually That's eating? That's what I'm saying. Because even if you're in central London, yeah, there are nice places to eat. So what are you eating? I don't. I really don't know what, where they're going to eat. Next time I go to London, I have to go with like someone who knows really wagwan with London. Me. My cousin, I love you, but he's not a, a city city type. Me. And the food wasn't good. Uh, we went to like regular bullshit places, like like uh, uh, chains and stuff. Oh yeah. Oh no, no chains. I want to go like get a like authentic food. Yeah, and even like yeah, literally, you can literally go to Box Park and sample. Yeah, it's true. And the food be fire. That's yeah, that's true. I didn't have any food at Box Park though, but it's true. There's a lot of food options. Yeah. So next day is Carnival Sunday. Mm, my favorite day. Oh. And I'm like, so, so my boy's like, all right, we're coordinating. Meet us at this station at this time. I'm on the station where I, so I'm in shortage. And the other thing I love about London, oh my God, there are like, no matter where you are, there are maybe two, three, maybe more um, tube stations close by, underground stations, very walking distance. Like it's, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So he's like, meet us on this station. And this station I got to go to is on the central line. Now, let me just say this. Fuck the central line. Yeah. Okay. It's one of my least favorite. That shit is hot. Yeah. Son. Like. Yeah. Because it's, it's the lowest. That and Northern Line is like the lowest Yo, underground. It's so hot down there. There's no AC on it. Yeah. So imagine being on a <laughs> underground, <laughs> deep underground, right? It's hot and it's bare people on the yep. tube. Shout out Harriet Tubman. And it's mad small. <laughs> and it's mad small, right? Yeah. It's like a toothpaste tube. Made for hobbits, yo. <laughs> nah, for the real. The tube is wild small. Yo, yeah. it's wild small. And on my way to meet my boys for carnival, of course, I fall in love another hundred <laughs> times because the women are just so beautiful. But this is like, so I would say you, at the Wembley, you were getting like more African girls. But for carnival, obviously, you were getting a lot of Caribbean girls mm-hmm. and like, I think it's more noticeable. I don't know if this is, we might have to cut this. I do notice the mixed race girls more mm. more so than I noticed them here, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like hmm. I don't know if this makes sense, but it, there is a there there does seem to be a feature of a, a, of like a lighter skinned woman that she just seems like she's mixed race mind. No, never mind. Cut that out. No, no, don't cut that out. No, I just don't know what you mean. That's, that's what I was about to say. So basically, that you feel like there's more of them there. Like noticeably, you can yeah identify. No, them. This is yeah. what this is what I was saying. Remember back in like a while ago, we did the podcast around like being black and what does that mean and right. stuff like that. There is a like just because you are mixed does not not make you black, but they don't identify as just black. Like right. there's a, they right. have their own culture. Culture, yeah. Um. But there are a lot of mixed race uh, people in the UK. But but I, I think I did meet like a girl or two that I would introduce them. Like they'll, you'll be like, "What's your background?" They'll be like, "I'm mixed race." Yeah, and they'll that's tell how you. They yeah, they'll tell you what the the, mi- the, the mixes, mixes are. Yeah, yeah. Most people that are mixed in the UK, when you ask them what they are, they say they're mixed race. Right. We don't have this one drop rule that people have here fair, or fair. in the states. And then just because you're mixed race. You're, you say that you're black. They don't, we don't do that. Fair enough. But anyways, on the tube, I fell in love again, of course. <laughs> There's one girl in particular. I'm very much hoping that God allows me to bump into her. I'm not even religious, but I need you. How many God. miles away is England? 
it's 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 quite far from Toronto. It's it's far enough. I, you're praying that you bump into her again. Yeah. I, well, I got my hinge location in London. Still. My God. She might yeah. come here. You know. You don't know. You never know. Here. She might need a better life. She might. Ne- <laughs> yeah. Okay. If she comes here and you bump into her and you don't propose on the spot. Then leave okay. God alone. She that's, might, that's kinda, she might that's even leave too here much. or something. What she means here? Propose on the spot. Come on now. Yeah, because she might be crazy. She might be she crazy. Good. She might not. I might. Well, how okay. would you know? So you when, I say, when I say I'm in love, I'm acknowledging that it's really lust, right? But like. And you said, I pray and meet her again. Yeah. To know if the lust can turn into love. Duh. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. Carpe diem. That's all I have to say. Carpe diem. Um, so we went to Carnival Sunday and we met with my boys and we walked to wherever and it just, the vibe was just something I never experienced before. It is, it is like, I don't want to say it's better than Carabana, but it's (laughs) better than Carabana, but not for like, it's not that Carabana sucks. It's just that, um, how it's set up in London the fact that it's like on multiple streets and there's bare people everywhere and there's different, you can get different cultural experiences in different areas. You know yeah. what I mean? And How do you get different cultural experiences? So, so this is the thing. So this is why, so what I've, what I would say is in Carabana, it is more you, it is more authentic to the Caribbean carnival as it's mostly soca and it's only on the one route. Mm-hmm. Right. But I feel like the problem with Carabana here is it is some gatekeeping elitist thing. So if you don't have the money to participate with a band, you can't enjoy it. Right, right. You can't really enjoy it. That's why people storm. <laughs> and, they, and they're confused why people storm. Because you have these barriers up and no one... And it's on a highway, so you can't actually enjoy it unless you're in the band right. on the parade, right? Mm-hmm. Right. In London, on the actual parade streets, like on the route... <clears throat> are the carnival bands mostly right. soca they have a few they, they they also have like um still pan still pan competition so they have old and new but then on the side rows we have systems mm-hmm. so that was started from the jamaican influence so it used to be soca on the main and then it used to be uh reggae and dance school and stuff on the sound systems on the side mm-hmm. since you know things have evolved and black culture black music has evolved from just those two things you now have they used to have like rampage which used to be like uk garage and stuff like that because it's black music right. and then right. they would have an afro beats thing and now there was afros i think this year there was a piano there was a piano a, set a, a, which exactly, I ended up exactly at. like so they have just these different popping. sound systems on different streets on different streets, on different streets. Exactly. On the main yeah. road is the parade right exactly so if you, whatever you like there's somewhere for Did you, you to enjoy carnival yeah for sure if you don't have no money you can still go and enjoy carnival. So right. that's why I personally feel like Notting Hill is better than Carabana. Is Notting Hill Because it's in not London? gatekeeping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's, an, it's an area in it's London. It's an area in, in West London. Okay. Now, correct me, or correct me. Am I correct in that that area was gentrified at some point? The Notting Hill? No, I mean, it's all, there's places that were gentrified. Yeah, but it, there was all, it was always an affluent area but it was oh, just okay. around that there the thing with london is that there can be an affluent area in one road and then the next road be council flats like mm. it's very much one street away one block away like yeah. it's not a thing where everything is the wealth disparity is so different and drastic depending on the area right. there was a black area um that that basically like where carnival started from 
there was a Trini woman who started it. There was um, police brutality and fires and stuff in Mangrove. That was the reason why Carnival started many moons ago. Do you know what I mean? Right. But it happened in that area. Yeah. Um, but there was always wealth up there. Obviously now, technically, yes, gentrification has happened. There's less black people there, more money in there. But it was always, they always had wealth okay. in the area. Well, it was interesting because where we ended up on the street walking past, all of these businesses had boarded up there. Yeah, they do their, every year. Their um, businesses and then like the graffiti artists came and they just yeah paint that up. And, and I that's, think that's pe- a regular thing. That's a regular thing. And they also the government, the uh, London um, Council. Well, I think not even London, not even the London, their borough. I forgot what borough is, but they actually give homeowners money to be away for the weekend. Mm, okay. Because of the disturbance. Sense. Yeah. There's a lot of police presence there as well. There was a lot of pretty. There's like police. When I was there, was police everywhere. Yeah, but in in all honesty, I don't like English police, and they do be doing the most. But normally around that time, it's chill. It's quite chill. As a young black man, I know about groups of them getting pulled over and and searched and all of that stuff on the way to carnival, and that's issues and problems. But in generally, in the whole, normally the police are calm that weekend. There's two times yeah. a year where the police are kind of calm. Carnival and 420 when you go smoke at Hyde Park. Normally they chill. <laughs> oh, really? That, yeah. Yo, is London... London weed is not legal. Weed is not legal. Is it... Ah! Take that, London. <laughs> this guy is an ambassador for Canada. Travel oh. Canada. He's going to be... Endorse him. What was I going to say? Okay, so, so we did the Carnival Sunday. We didn't go Monday, though. Yeah, so I would recommend Sunday always to people, especially people that are not used to that many people, because Carnival Monday it gets rowdy. is when the riffraff come. Yeah. That's Sunday is for the people that actually like soca music, like music, want to bubble, want to have a good time. Monday is when all the young people come with all the nonsense. The road is ram. You are literally packed in like sardines. People yeah. get trampled on. All sorts of nonsense happens on Monday. I highly recommend if you're going to go to Carnival to go on Sundays and don't go on Monday. And it's like, or sun- go both. don't get it twisted though. Sunday still has bare people. Sunday is still bare people and yeah. it's a vibe. That's what I'm saying. But Monday is when the young people come. Yeah. So Sunday was a vibe and obviously beautiful women all over. And um, so, but I think we didn't do Monday. Monday was some other stuff we did, but uh, where we were was close to the Carnival stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and a couple of her friends went and they said they didn't enjoy it as much as they did the Sunday. Yeah, no one ever does. So they were like, yeah, let's just do the If the you Sunday. go on Mondays, you must go with the band. Yeah, okay. And even with the band, these people are struggling to hold the ropes, but you should definitely go with the band if you're going on Monday. True. But it was it was lovely. Um, I had Oxtel for the first time. Wild. In London. And, Wild. Uh, it was fire. <laughs> your Caribbean friends in this country Welcome. have failed you. How have you not had Oxtel ever in your life? Everybody in this country has failed me. Wait, what? So, no, I'm joking. Relax. I'm joking. <laughs> Relax. How long have you been here? Seven years, eight years. And yeah. you've not had Oxtel? No. Until you went to, to, in, to, to London. To London. Yeah. yeah. Th- there's some good Oxtel here too. I won't say I, that the Caribbean you know food here is? is fire. I'm, so I'm surprised that you've never had it. I'm be honest, I'm lazy. I don't want to travel that far. To he get doesn't want to leave downtown. He nope. doesn't want to go to rough neighborhoods to get good. Food. That's not what that's I said. That's not what that I said. That is a fact. You don't have to that, say it. That's not I what I said, though. No, that's not true. I came what it here is. and got some some turkey meat or something from some Ghanaian place in Western Road. It was fire. Mm-hmm. Listen, Western Road is too far. No, it's not. 
Like, I, mean, I don't yes, feel it like is. it is. It is. <laughs> it is for food. This guy's talking about Toronto. But I remember one time can't get I went beyond to, the convenience of where you live. I remember when I was there was one time I yeah. really was craving Bayesian food, and I took my ass on the TTC all the way to Scarborough to go and pick up this food, and then paid for a twenty-something dollar Uber back home. It was worth it because I needed Bayesian food. If you want real stuff, you can't be down here. We're gonna do go Jack Center. Ew. Go where Center? Swinkle Jack Center. Oh no. But it was fire. We went to this restaurant called Ma Petite Jamaica. It's shortage. And um, yo, it was some of the best Caribbean food I had in a minute. Can I also just to what? Do you know what's so funny? I just haven't had it in a long time. So that's just. But also, you know what's so funny is you <laughs> when you got it from Sordich, which is not even like the most authentic place you can go to get it. Well, so I know that that was fire. But if you went to like somewhere like Blacky Black. No, it was just that, like, it was because of the time and where we, like, we were all the way in, like, I think I was close to Fresno Green Station, something like Fresno that. Fresno Green. Fresno, Fresno Green. I don't Bethnal know. Fresno Green. Fresno Green, yeah. Bethnal. Be- no, 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 no. What's Fresno Green? There's an area where um, you can get off the train. At the the overground goes there, too. I, I can't. I can't Fesno tell you. I can't tell you where the street was. To be honest with you. Okay. But um, it was far from where I was. It took me like an hour to get there from where I was at. Okay. Well, but again, London is so amazing. You can get to anywhere at any time. Yeah, the trains and twenty-four hour trains, twenty-four hour buses. Ugh. Oh, are the trains twenty-four hours? Yes, on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, twenty-four hour. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Yes, and then the buses. The same I would stayed out later. Twenty-four hour buses. I did take the this bus. I went to London to get back home by nine o'clock. What am I hearing? <laughs> yeah, Honestly, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I was, I was out late. I didn't get home till like midnight. Eleven thirty. <laughs> you, Mid- you got home midnight most at nights. Midnight on vacation. Yeah, because I, I did done. better than that in, in um, High Wycombe. Yo, I was up at like 8 a.m. and out all day. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm tired. I'm, I feel you. Also, I'm jet lagged because the time difference is, That's is the other yes. part. really messes with That's me. And I had a hard time sleeping. I'm not going to lie. Coming, going from this time forward yeah. is so difficult. Yeah. When yeah. I went to London, I was exhausted. And yeah. it's literally not until you're coming back when you start to feel normal again. Oh, coming I, the other way is, I think, is easy. I came back and my sleep schedule is great now. Yeah, it's fine. Like, yeah, I go to easy. sleep at midnight, wake up at 7, 8 a.m. sometimes. Yeah. You know, like, but going there? No, it was rough. I, I, I think the most I could get was a two-hour sleep. Yeah. And then I was up again just on my phone. Like, I could not get any good sleep. Mm. So I had a lot of coffee there. But... um. Yeah, London, and then I got to spend some time with my friend and um, her son. Uh, and we went to Camden Market, which is dope. Mm-hmm. We went to um, the uh, Garden at 120, mm. which is a, that gives you a nice view of London. I had the Donut Lear. Donut. There's a donut place that has fire. Okay. Fire donuts. And better, then, better than Tim Hortons? Like a thousand times better. No, those are like proper. It's like a bougie place. It's like a bougie place. Yeah, it's not. So is Tim Hortons. Look at this guy. This advertising is getting. No, get them Tim Hortons, Greg's. That's what that gives. What's Greg's? Greg's is like uh like a uh, Timmy's basically. You know what I really got addicted to while I was over there? Costa coffee. Yeah, people love Costa. I like Costa. Yeah, too. at first I didn't. When they I first do went over a mango there, I didn't passion like it. fruit like smoothie. That's fire. Oh, I only did coffee. The reason I like them is because they're cheaper than Starbucks. Yeah, Starbucks and are ripped. Yeah, it's yeah. way cheaper than Starbucks. And the coffees, I feel like I like their drinks better than Starbucks. Yeah. So, um, had the Jamaican patty. Have you ever been to Jamaican Patty Co? 
No, but it is black owned. It is, and it better past- be with that name. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, boy. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, is London no. like that? Well, Listen, um, there's places where what's that restaurant called again? Turtle Bay, girl. Don't ever go to Turtle Bay. Ooh, Turtle Bay. Mm-hmm. Where's that? It's there's like a huge Caribbean restaurant called Turtle Bay, and it's a white place and everyone just everyone knows not to go there for the food you go there for the drinks the happy hour because mm-hmm. the bartenders make it strong and it's like ray nephews and mount gain it's strong and the drinks are great but the food you don't go there it's nasty. yeah and um yeah jamaican patty co go there get you a nice patty and that's in central too as well this in, well this this one's in central one was at liverpool station and there's another location in covent garden shout out to that black man shout yeah. out to him it's mm-hmm. fire i got the curry goat the chick you? spicy yeah bro well all day curry goat all well day yeah all day <laughs> curry and i was when i saw it and they got i was like curry goat patties let me get one of them oh, the oh curry i goat love that curry goat patty yeah mm-hmm. so that was fire i love that fever right have you ever that, had ackee and saltfish so i did have it at, um so when we went to mapati jamaica they gave us we got us like um, a shareable okay. order of that. Gotcha. And it was pretty good. It's a little salty for me to be it's honest. It's supposed with you. to be, but it's it's. But really uh, it was pretty good, and um, we also had some jerk chicken, um, spring rolls. My boy was tripping on me like jerk chicken spring rolls, bro. We we eat enough chicken, dog. They Get love a, they, they love a, a fusion. These places. Yeah, I'm not mad because sometimes you got to differentiate yourself. No, I just want to <laughs> try. It. I just wanted to try it out, but it, I mm. was like, it was yo, and also the place didn't have patties. Jamaican patty co? Yeah, no, my Jamaica. Oh, they yeah. had no patties. There's oh. a proper restaurant, and we were like, "Where are the patties at?" Because that is that, is, that street that's food. That's like street food. food. Yeah, you don't go to a restaurant. You don't go to a and, restaurant and, and, get, and get a hot dog. Mm-mm. That's quick. Unless you're in Detroit, you go to. Get a, unless anyways. they're gonna make it like unless they're gonna make it into some fancy fancy way, mm-hmm. it's you're not gonna go in and get a patty. Well, you yeah. shouldn't anyway. Patties well. are two dollars, two pounds, bags. But yes, all right. I know that was a long thing, but I love London. I really London enjoyed that you great. love London, and I really it's enjoyed that city. you went there. Oh, it is. It's, ah! it's it's my favorite city right now, um, and I honestly like if I didn't go with my boy, I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much. And we had such, and That's we never, we never, we've known each other. I met him when I first moved to Toronto, and we've never had a chance to really hang out as much because he moved to Dubai and then he moved to New York and he did. And then it was like finally a time for us He's to single? travel together. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> He's not. He's in a loving relationship right now. Congrats Good for her, girl. Um, and but we were so happy to be able to spend time together. We met, and he's like one of the first people that opened his arms to me in Toronto when I moved here. And so like we're like brothers now, mm-hmm. and it was just nice to be able to hang out with him outside. Because usually we see him, and it's like a hot minute. He, we have a dinner or something. But this time we got to hang. We got to have conversations. We got to talk about life. And all of those things. And it was beautiful. He introduced me to some good people that uh, I want to stay in touch with. And people that were like, yo, whatever, if you're, if you're ever in London, link me. I'll take care. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, it was beautiful. But London and, is, and is definitely hospitable. my favorite city. Yeah, very hospitable. I Listen, I'm so glad that you enjoyed um, London. It's watching you made me feel like I need to go back and have uh, a summer in London. Summer are you London watching my stories? Vibe. Yeah, of course yeah, I did. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> it's getting the views. And like, I know you were saying like the weather wasn't that great, but it, this wasn't a really good summer. But normally summer in London is hot. Yeah. And it's bright and it's like you're out till like 10 o'clock and the sun ain't set and you're yeah. turning up. The thing I learned I is 
the thing the sun I learned, doesn't set at 10. Okay, that's a bit of stretch. Okay. But like, at least like, <laughs> like 8 o'clock. Like, like 8 o'clock. Yeah. Then it's like, it says like 8. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like you're still out and you're in the park or you're at a bar or you're just sitting out and having fun. There's no reason. Yeah. Literally, it's yeah. such a it's, nice It's a vibe. Time. And I think for so the most like, part, you come across good people. Mm-hmm. You come across good people. So the one thing I did learn about London weather is like, it might be hot, but... There's never rain. a bad idea to bring a jacket or something. Oh no, you, you always gonna bring jacket. You always gonna bring jacket. Yeah. Because when, when that comes, yo, it's freezing. It's cold. <laughs> it's freezing. No matter what time of year it is, when that comes, <laughs> that's gonna be cold. Yeah, it's Remember, freezing. Remember, we're an island. Yeah, yeah, it's cold. It's, it's cold. cold. But it's it's such a beautiful city, man. It's so so much culture is what I love about it, and it's, there's just so much to do, and I meet a lot of good people, and of course, my wife is there. Mm-hmm. Haven't met her yet, but. Uh, if you see this podcast, hit me up. You know, you might be the one for me, girl. All right, my bad. JC, how was your summer, bro? I'm just going to end that with next time you see the potential one, introduce yourself. Like, yo, I already told y'all what the situation was. Okay. What was the situation? I didn't fall in love with everybody. That's the problem. Cut that out. That made no sense <laughs> at all. <laughs> I thought you said the problem was you fell in love with everybody. I heard what you said. I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, my summer was very calm, very relaxed, very boring. But uh, at this stage of parenthood, it it's nice. I'm still exhausted. I still got a two-year-old with a bunch of energy. Uh, this summer was different because I've never been to as many children's birthday parties Aww. ever. I'm talking damn near every single weekend in June and July was somebody's birthday. I love that. You think you do. And it's, everyone it's, was getting popping on Christmas. It's nice, but you know, it's 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 a lot of partying and a lot of Wonderful. minding your child and a lot of children running around being crazy. But it's wonderful. It's a blessing. I prayed for it. Uh, my wife's birthday was one of the highlights. Well, my wife's birthday and my son's birthday were the highlights. Um, my wife, I it wasn't a surprise, but I had a catering company. Shout out Boho Fett. Shout out Charisse. Wonderful people. They came, they dressed up the backyard. I'll show you pictures. They made it all. You know how women know how to do. We love that. The three plates with the napkins yes. and the origami. You did and that. The, and the bill. I didn't do shit. I paid for it. Yeah, but you did that. Yo, they came and they made the backyard look wonderful. She had friends over. I, uh, I got a very good friend of mine. Shout out Yvonne. She catered some food. Yo, her seafood mac. Oh. Like seafood mac and cheese? Bruh. Oh, shit. Seafood mac, um, um, uh, salmon, mm. uh, two types of chicken wings, uh, mixed greens, salad. I said that already. It's like, yo, we, we, we did it up for my wife. And most, uh, the most important thing was she, she had her girlfriends come over and she had adult company. And she is an actual introvert. Do you hear Your wife? this? Yes, an actual <laughs> introvert. So to see her ha- have her friends over and you know indulge in more than one glass of wine and and do you know when women get together and they do that that real laughing? That's when I'm like, okay, okay, we did well. Okay, um, uh, I just want to say, uh, black kings out here, black kings out here, just listen to what was done, oh, and geez. you guys do the same thing. 
okay. Thank I ain't you. doing nothing. The word of the day, my my boys, outsource. Literally, literally, <laughs> literally. Just spend the money, just spend literally. it. And then just she, spend it. She loved it as if you was out there mashed up that mac and cheese yourself. And all I all I had to do was uh, look after my son naturally. And one of her friends brought over her son, so it was it was it was wonderful. Again, just to see because uh, so many of them. So many of them are moms. So to see them all get together and have a reason to not even think about their kid, just come be fed, drink. Do you know what time. your wife was in that group chat? Be like, look what my man did. And all your friends like, oh, your husband is so good. We had such a great time. And Yo, she's just like, I know. A, you, you know how great that feels? That would. Oh. Is she a group chat person? My girl? Yeah. She might have one or two. She must have her friends. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's an actual introvert, so she probably has a bunch of group chats. Because she's (laughs) definitely not hanging out in person. person. But um, uh, one of the the, the best compliment I got, uh, one of her friends on the way out, she's like, you have put pressure on a lot of of husbands tonight. I was like, okay, mission accomplished, right? That part. Uh, That's unfair. Why is that unfair? That's not unfair, bro. bro. It's not unfair. It's not unfair. You just gotta try. You can't be comparing. Literally, no. But he didn't. He literally just said it wasn't that he had to go and catch lobster with his hands. He never said that he was out there chopping up and grating cheese. All he said was he outsourced. All you need to do is have an idea, find someone who can execute, pick a day, pick a time. That is it. But I feel bad for the husbands that are now like. No, oh, I feel bad for them. Stop that, no, 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 because, no, 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 the husband that actually still does it, that also puts an effort. Right. If my husband is doing things for my birthday or showing up for me when he knows that, like, I've got this, I just had a baby, then he has no and reason blah, to feel blah, blah, bad. Then she, he won't, she won't even, she won't even say nothing to him because right. she's like, Fair he's enough. doing the same things that you do, and uh, uh, that's it. Mm-hmm. It's the ones that are not doing what they need to do you're that are going feelings. exactly that are going to have that this comment is, made uh, to them, and then they're going to, if the shoe don't fit, don't wear it. This is not reason. and remember, like, this is 2023 effort. I called a catering company. I called uh, uh, an, an, an event decor company and I basically traded a bunch of uh, Instagram DMs back and forth, got the whole thing set up and asked my wife, hey, do you prefer this color scheme, this color scheme or this color scheme? And everything was done for me. See? All I had to do was start planning eight weeks in advance. And it wasn't eight weeks in advance for any other reason than I realized if I start now, I'll have everything finalized further into the future and I can go back to thinking what I normally think about, which is money. <laughs> right. Enough. So I don't feel bad what for man, any man because I didn't do anything that like anybody else can't do. It's this just is, what a this money, is money, reason 3,754 why I'm single. Because you're Cause not going to put effort. He don't want to put an effort in. It's not even effort. You want to put an effort in. Yo, let me stop before people think I'm actually being serious. Mm. I'm just, I'm just being facetious. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but yes, that, uh, that was a, that was a highlight simply because you know got to do something for the wife and and she, she's, she's, she's the last to do something like extravagant for herself, especially now that she's a mom. She's like, that's like extra oh. out the window. Right, right. Um, I love that for her. My son's birthday. Oh, I'm drawing a blank. What do we do for the big man? Oh, yes. We went to, um, yo, cheat code for all parents out there. You know those um, activity centers mm-hmm. where yeah. you take your kid there. All you have to do is like bring a cake. They provide like yep. pizza and yep. all the, all, yeah. and you just stick them inside the room and they go nuts. We did about seven of those this summer. <laughs> we had friends there. 
we had aunts, uncles there. It was it was a great time. He had a great time. He was really good about blowing out the candles and cutting cake, nice. and he wasn't awkward with uh, everybody singing to him. That was it's and you know you know what was so cool. It was um, he actually had friends that he requested. Oh, oh nice! Yes. That was cool. It's he like knows people, right? And it's like how does he know two? Oh, he. And I'm like, yo, so it's so like, oh, who do you want from daycare? And he's and, naming names. And he does this thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. That's what's up. Right? And then you, th- you throw out a few extras like, well, what what about such and such? You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about such and such? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like he had four, he had his six little friends from daycare. And oh. as, as they would trickle in, you could see his eyes open and realize mm. like, you're here. You know oh, what I mean? That they see please. each other outside of daycare. Right now. Yeah, it was, it, it was me, very cool. I have a cool. question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a father with that. Does it make you feel good to see that your son is developing social, like he's been successful in social um, settings outside of like the home and stuff? Been so it's, young too. It's 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 just you're in this constant state of awe because, like you know, how they say so much of your language is um uh, nonverbal. Yeah. Right. Right. It's it's the nonverbal, like 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 one of his uh, favorite little homegirls. I won't mention her name, but they're like two peas in a pod at daycare. And it's like he sees her and he takes two steps forward and like he freezes. And then he, it's like he doesn't know what to do. And then she takes off sprinting towards him for the big hug. And it's like it's like the, 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 it's, you could see the, the joy, joy in him oh. realizing like, yo, my people are here. That's what's up. Because your cousins That's are good. your cousins, but those are your homies from daycare. Yeah, those these are, are people. These are my choice. Right. Okay? These right. are my choice. That's right. Good. And his his one his one little homie like like um. Like he he made his rounds and everybody played together, but you could see who the best friend was because yeah. oh. they were just off everywhere, just following behind each other in the little uh, foot pedal cars and all that stuff. That was a great time, and you didn't have to dirty up your house. So that literally, that was, that's beautiful. You know what I mean? Two hours. All right, everybody. Bye. And you pay your money and done. Well, and, and so back this, in my house by five p.m. Is this like Chuck E. Cheese or is there like an equivalent? Place uh, here? uh, more private. Oh, more private. More private. Okay, so it's not a bunch of. A bunch of other families. There's and stuff. other families there, uh-huh. but there's there's like one. Other, there's two party rooms, ah, so it'll be okay, you, got you plus got you. however many kids you 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 uh, uh, book for, and another family. Got you. Okay. Right? Okay. I got you. And it's it's big. It's wide open, and it's fun because like like uh, uh, and, and yo, as a parent, you have to stay in shape because. Your kid's <laughs> not gonna go into yeah. these jungle gyms yeah, on by them on their no, own. You have to go, but you have to go with them. And yeah. yo, it's hands and Was feet crawling. Yeah, <laughs> I know you're sweating. I was. I came prepared. I I wore the the the, the good uh sweat wicking underwear. I wore <laughs> cotton shorts. I wore a nice loose t shirt. I wasn't going there in any kind of jeans. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. the ones in jeans. I was like, you didn't know what you was coming here for. It's like, bro, you and it's all plastic. You're gonna sweat. It's a hundred right. degrees in there. Mm. <laughs> But yeah, it was it was a really That's good time. Up. That was a highlight. My birthday, I uh, took it real simple. I <gasps> treated your birthday? August 18th. Did I message you saying happy birthday? I think you did. Okay, good. Oh, I don't... Ties, ties the shit. She's, she's good like that. I apologize. I don't... Yeah, know. you're terrible. Right? It is what it is. You were in shortage eating Cornish pasty. I was... <laughs> um, my birthday was cool. Uh, we went to... My girl told me she's taking me to Cheesecake Factory. I'm like, oh, cool. I like Cheesecake Factory. Well, actually, I've never been, but I just wanted something simple, right? Cheesecake right. Factory, I'm cool. And then she starts taking this other direction. So I'm like, okay, I don't get it. And she told me to wear like a nicer shirt. I'm like, oh, Cheesecake Factory, you got a shirt with a collar. Well, yeah. No problem. Right. Show up there. There's friends there. She threw oh. a little surprise thing for me. 
Yes. It was real nice. Chantel, you knocked that shit out of the park. I really appreciate that. Black love. Jesus, please. <laughs> this is what we want. Yeah, so so the highlight of my summer was uh, birthday party, real low-key things. Uh, we got the gazebo outside, so we spent a lot of time eating breakfast and dinner outside, all that kind of stuff. And um, the last thing I'll say is uh, I spent a lot of my summer with a good buddy of mine plotting and strategizing how we can get into business adventures that are going to make more money because there's been a switch during covid everybody was spending money on their house like everybody had money for their house and now that things have gotten a bit tighter uh, uh interest rates are up blah 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 boring shit yo <laughs> Ain't nobody trying to hear my prices anymore yeah, for, for electrical upgrades. You know, people are a yeah, lot. They're penny people pinching. Are, people are also selling the. A lot of people are selling the homes that they bought. Selling their, mm-hmm. There's a lot of people, and I understand to. money's tight, right? But but you don't complain, you adapt. So we're thinking about how we can get into more commercial stuff. And this person in in particular, I just want to give him a huge shout out because I was at the electrical supplier, and on my way out, black man walks by. He's like, "Yo." I have my own company. He gives me his card. Boom. I keep his card. I actually read it. Blah, blah, blah. Lo and behold, months later, we find each other again. We start to talk in. He lives down the street from me. I give, I put in a good word. His daughter gets into my day, into my son's daycare. They're in the same class. Like you see that. What do you call that? Black nepotism. (laughs) (laughs) What do you call it when the whole world starts to kind of work together and fit together? Yeah, I don't know Oh, Launched. I think I know what you're talking about. But, but everything came together naturally. Right. There was nothing for right. us. And I just want to serendipitous? say... Serendipitous? Uh, huh? Serendipitous? Was it serendipitous? Mm, I'll keep thinking e- on Either it. way, either way, everything has been seeming to come together on a business level. And this guy who I didn't know a year ago, met him on a, on a random chance. We're talking big business. Things are moving. And that was another huge part of I my summer. I love that. Yeah. Nice. Because I think, I think a lot of people are waking up to the fact that... that you can be, I mean, you had your realization when you, I mean, not saying you didn't know this, but you had your realization when you started your own business and you realized, bro, you have to have some kind of parachute because these people will come and as soon as times get tough, what do they do? Yeah. They get, get rid, rid of, of you. Yep. yep. Like, Literally. like that. So, Literally. so yeah. even though we made more money this year than ever, Ooh. The companies will do that. Yeah. They'll make more yeah. money than they ever did. Record profits. But as soon as things get tight. Yeah, by they get rid they, of people. They like, cut, no, it's stuff. true. Yeah. And you also realize you can't have, as a person, one form of income. No. Yeah. You have to have multiple forms of income. Yeah. Um, you have no choice. But it's, I love that people are starting to link up because. Uh, right. Because um, remember that pandemic thing? What pandemic that thing? That prevented us from working? Seeing oh. people. Oh, so and <laughs> that pandemic work. thing. I was like, what do you mean, what pandemic thing? But yeah, I think it's really nice when people are linking up and doing things together because no man is an island. Mm-mm. And I think that a lot of times you want to be like, I'm self made, I'm self made. But most other cultures, when it comes to how they become how they become so successful, is because they do things together. Mm. You have this company and I have this company, but together that means we can build a whole house. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like right. I have this company and you have this company, and that right. means that together we can, I don't know, sell yeah. mm-hmm. not just not even just develop the uh, um, the designs and create the clothes because mm-hmm. you are a designer, but I can sell it and all of this sort of stuff. So I think we need to link up more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, powers in numbers mm-hmm. um, and in yeah. resources. So mm-hmm. I think it's really good that you've done that. And mm-hmm. I also love that you helped him with something that showed that you are a man of integrity with, you know, so with the childcare and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, 
And I think, you know how back in the day, people really wanted um, politicians, everyone to be a family man, a family man, a family man. I think they still want that mm-hmm. now. I feel like it's just more acceptable. You can be whatever. And mm-hmm. everyone just deals with it. But what I think is respectable family is when, you, yeah, yeah, it's, it's respectable is when you see someone who shows up for his family is actively involved. And if you're committed on that level, meaning hopefully you would be committed to this business partnership mm-hmm. and you will show me just as much as respect. Um, but yeah, so shout out to you guys. I got it. I need some kids. Honestly, I'm joking. Before, I'm joking. About, when we started talking about um, summers and you were just like, yeah, I wasn't really doing much, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry, but I'm jealous of your summer. Really? Like my summer, what? I've been doing the same stuff. I've, been, I've gone greener, to many. Yeah, I've gone me. to. Okay, mm. I've gone to many. I was in London. Yeah, okay. I've, <laughs> I was lived in London, honey. I've had many a summers like yours. I've had many a summers like mine. So I'm ready for a different type of summer. Fair okay? enough. Okay, so I hear it, but I think that is a beautiful, beautiful summer. It's very oh, grown. And one very more loving. thing. One more thing. So yes, just t- uh. uh Tailing off what you were saying, um, how the, 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 the more low-key summer does sound good to you. Mm-hmm. So what happens is when I do go out, it's sweet now. Yeah, see? So, mm. but check this out. So, mm. uh, so obviously COVID mashed up the last couple of years. So my cousin and his best friend came down from the States, right? So that's typically my team. I would link up with them for Caravan. I love my cousin. Shout out to you. So Carabana Thursday. My boss is like, yo, we're going to start work at 5, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to knock off something, 5 a.m., and then we're going to finish at 12. So that means from 12 Thursday, I was off, and I wouldn't be back until Tuesday. Love that. Oh, nice. Mm. And all I had to do was show up an hour and a half earlier to work. Soft. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So I go down there, and I'm like, yo, JC, you've been eating right. You've been exercising. It's caravan a weekend. We're getting off this Thursday. It's lit. I take myself to second cup, tell myself I'm going to get a coffee and a bagel with cheese. Regular. Nothing fancy to write home about. About 15 minutes after eating that coffee and drinking, I'm sweating. I'm like, wait a minute. It's hot in here. One of my young boys walks up to me. He's like, are you sweating? (laughs) Like, I don't know. So I realize, yo, I can't think. I can't climb up the ladder. Like, like, not that I can't think, but you know, you have them scattered thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. So, on this ladder, I'm sweating. Yo, my, bu- my buddy walks by. He's like, yo, what's wrong with you? I'm like, yo, bro, I feel like I have a brick in my stomach. He's like, I don't even know what to tell you. When I tell you, I got the most dirty food poisoning. From oh. a bagel. From a, the either the bagel. Doing regular cheese. Cheddar cheese. I don't know what happened, but it wasn't nothing from fancy. From a bagel? You see, from 9 a.m. that Thursday, I didn't eat Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Oh, my God. It wasn't until midday Monday where I had some water. Jeez. after I had the water, after I had the water, I found the energy to go to a soca fet. And when I, and remember, I haven't eaten in 36 hours. Oh, was this when you had texted me and was like, I've been sick like the last however maybe because that's that's the only time that's the only time I remember being that sick. Jeez, it was miserable. But <clears throat> finally, yo, uh, uh, it was a last minute decision. All of our because yo, our whole plan was to go down there and uh, do um, uh, what's it called when everybody brings food? A potluck, mm-hmm. right? Pot drink 
Everybody eat some finger foods, mm. have a good time, good mm. time. I missed all of that. Got down I there. I would be so pissed. Yeah. I didn't get down to the lake. So I didn't I didn't do nothing. I didn't see my cousin. Yo, For it was, a fucking bagel. That'd be yo, so that, pissed. That typically <laughs> I don't even bother buying bagels because right now I'm working at a hospital and bagels goddamn $75. So I don't typically <laughs> even buy food out of that place. You know what I mean? I bring my lunch and whatnot. But long story short is I just held it together long enough to go down to i can't remember the name of the fet but it was a big people fet yo i had such a good time i was so happy to be out the house i was dancing i was singing i was two-stepping oh, i love a sick of fet. was it rehab Re- yes it was rehab rehab okay, was every rehab. year every year that i've been here rehab is one that's a good one rehab yeah i have bare people yeah i have bare people trying to get me to go to when i say people ladies Cause I understand when you talk about so that was my summer, but I understand when you talk about um, going to a fed, how you want to do powder and and paint and do the whole mashup thing. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. There's nothing like it. But I love a big people party where the women they got on a nice outfit, dudes you could wear a shirt with a collar or something like real calm, casual. Yeah. But you don't have to worry. It's yeah. not gonna be. It's not gonna be ruckus. Yeah. And you're yeah. just listening to good music, drinking and, oh. and two-stepping. Good times. I mean, I, I'm down for that too, but mm-hmm. the, the whole paint stuff is just an experience I've never had. You got to do it. So did you not see it on Sunday when you was... What time did you go on Sunday? You we went, went too like late. 2.30. They do paint oh, you went too late. there too? Yeah. So Sundays, that's what, so Sundays, there's yeah, shout out to your friends were, uh, Yeah, Whatless, that's what we do every year. Oh, yeah. Paint and powder on Sundays. Mm. Um, they also have like Chocolate Nation, all of that. So they do that uh, Sunday morning, like really early. It's funny because I... And then... It's Sorry. the kiddie carnival in the afternoon, yeah. and then the actual parade, like with costumes, is on a Monday. Nice. Yeah, because I saw your friends and I messaged them, and they're like, "Come find us!" And I was like, "That ain't happening." No, <laughs> not amongst it's 15, too many people. people. Yeah, it's not happening. Finding people at carnival is literally like finding. F- funny enough, I did it. Bump into it's kind of a waste of time. Just wait to bump yeah, into. Yeah, honestly, people. it's actually very much. A waste funny of time. enough, I did end up bumping into one of my friends who was a British person who lives here. Okay, um, and she was with her cousins and stuff. You don't, don't know, know. somebody. Oh, somebody. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. A British person tie does it know? I know. No, because it's just that the bl- the Black British community we have a we have a we have a group. It makes sense. <laughs> so oh yeah, yeah. Sense. I, I would know too. If, she was, if she's part of my group, she ain't part no, of my group. No, she's not. Like, she's not. But uh, I don't think she did know one of my friends years back, which is crazy because my friend don't remember her. But like, huh? it's wild. Shame. It's because it's been years. I think it's she a mom now, so she got more important things. Yeah, exactly. Worry I worry about them girl that went to a club a couple times. I don't know. How. <laughs> got kids. So yeah, yeah. Okay, everybody had a great summer. Great then. summer. Sounded good. Did. The only thing we didn't do this summer was get together the three of us, which mm. is yeah. But we make- was literally living real lives, getting yeah. podcast content. Literally, like content. <laughs> fair enough. Fair you enough. was out here living your best life. I in love. London. I let me tell you when I say oh, I love Musa. London. Listen, I'm gonna I'm put something out there. Goddamn, <laughs> I'm gonna put something out there. I wrote a song about London black women, and uh, sing a London snip- black women or sing- a London black sing, woman. Sing a snippet. Sing a snippet. Sing a sing a snippet. Come. I just wish I was in London with my booze. Wow, that's the snippet. Is that all you have, <laughs> or that's a snippet? What, what? No, I wrote the whole song. Sing the song. No, nah, I can't sing the song right now because I don't. Why? I, Cause I want to do it this the way This is as first episode back girl Cutest thing in the world uh, Where is where is it at? <laughs> Body shaped like pearl Look this a whole uh, I hope you don't, don't shake Yo this, shape this guy like wrote bars <laughs> I can't sing the song then <laughs> Nah I'm, I'm What was away. it called? Lana's Body? It's called London Booze Oh my gosh <sighs> It's so 
We could have got here objectifying yeah. all the women. Someone objectifying. Listen, I'm if just saying. Let's sing it then. I got two citizenships to get. You can get. All right. So like, holla at me. <sighs> they be looking for them green cards now. Come yes, on. And I actually, got they might actually want a PR card instead. To be honest. He What's can the difference? One here, one's in the US. Oh, uh, okay. Cool, cool. Fair. I think for they'd fair. rather come here fair at this point. Everyone's scared hey, of that place. Either is an option for you. Okay. <laughs> either is an option. All right, that was the wrap of, the, of our. That was our summer recap. That was fantastic. Yeah, I'm glad you guys are with us. Mm-hmm. We back. We here forever. For okay. real. <laughs> okay, so we have a new segment on the ABCs of Black podcast, and we really want to get about dilemmas, and we want to help you guys out, and we also want to do like not the assholes type scenario based questions. Um, so if you have a question or a dilemma, please send it to the ABCs of Black Pod. Instagram page or black ABC pod at gmail.com period that's why we need we need uh, because otherwise yeah mess it up one job we got one job no one band (laughs) one sound okay one band one sound where I lack you you step up boom yeah is that what Nick Cannon says yeah one band one sound (laughs) well that was (laughs) you're a Ew. One man, one dream. <laughs> anyway, okay, so <coughs> this is the scenario. I'm not even going to read the title. I just want you guys to hear it. So, I, 23M, so male, mm-hmm. have known, have always known I was adopted. For whatever reason, I've become obsessed with learning more about my birth parents at the age of 13. I was told all my life that my parents both met my birth parents before I was f- officially adopted. My mum was white from South America and my dad was white from Italy. They specifically said these locations to explain my tan skin. As I was growing up, certain things about my physical makeup made me more curious about my birth parents. My hair was always short as a child and as a teen, I wanted to, to experiment. I grew, it, I grew it out and grew it curly. Big curls, but still very curly. This upset my parents, so they asked me if I could not grow it out. When I moved away to college, I began letting it grow again. I met my girlfriend in school, and she's black American. So she also helps me take care of it. Pow, pow. She once braided my hair before I FaceTimed my parents, who lost it on me for wearing it that way. Throughout my time in school, I always searched for my birth mum's name, and it always came up empty. My mum hinted that there... My girlfriend hinted that there must be something wrong with the information given to me. Um, She gifted me a DNA test for my birthday that I didn't get around to doing until lockdown. I didn't think anything would come of it because my parents weren't American, so I didn't think it would work out that way. Blah, 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 bare talking. Anyway, I'm black and Middle Eastern. Oh. That's what the results came back and said. I am black and Middle Eastern. I have light skin and my hair is curly, so loose, so I consider that the Middle Eastern part. Okay, but I also have Sorry. Hold on. Finish. I'm Should sorry, I finish? go ahead. Um, there's also ancestral ties to Iran, which might explain my European facial ex- structure. I'm sorry to be wordy, blah, blah, blah. Wait, Iran um, is... So, hold sorry, on. Um, I, um, I sent my girlfriend a screenshot and she called me right away. We were both stunned, but she long suspected it. I tried to believe that my parents were innocent and misinfo- misinformed me, but my, kept, my girlfriend kept pointing out that there were inconsistencies. My parents claimed that they met my birth preference before and they were both white. So how can you mistake them for white? Mm-hmm. Do you remember they said that they met, her, met them before he was officially adopted? 
Okay. So I confronted my parents who were enraged at me for doing a DNA test. I was very angry. I was yelling, swearing, blah, blah, blah. They robbed me from my identity and hindered my search by lying. Because obviously they lied Mm -hmm. because he was doing research, finding different names, wrong name. His mum was in tears. Um, That my racial background is a stigma. That's what his mum told him. Mm. Um, And that I passed, so she wanted me to, oh, and that I passed, so she wanted me to have a, easier life so i could fit in my dad said that i should abandon what i had learned that day um and my siblings were hitting me up on social media reprimanding me for being upset because our parents have reasoning that they felt was sound i do pass and i did have an easy life but i'm not asking to be part of a struggle all of a sudden i just don't think i should have been lied to and i think their reasonings are bullshit and racist i'm just supposed to act like 10 years of researching with the wrong information is not a big deal. Is are they the asshole? Who wants to go first? They're not the fucking asshole. Your parents are lied and your parents are racist as fuck. I'm so sorry. Make that make sense. They are the asshole. You saying? No, no. The writer. The parents is the is is the writer an asshole no. for being angry at his parents? No, no. <coughs> I think whenever you're dealing with adoption, it's always going to be a touchy subject because. Not knowing who your true parents are is a huge mystery that, you know what I mean? I couldn't imagine not knowing who my real parents are. Hell no. That, that's a lot to deal with. And I don't even like my daddy, but I at least think, I know. Geez. I think your parents lying to you, biological parents or not, is going to be a hard pill to swallow, especially since they've been lying to you. When they've been lying to you since you're a child, when you lie to someone you force them to call a lot of the things you have said into question. Exactly. It's natural. It's not like he's being uh, outrageous or unreasonable. Uh, To lie about his parents' uh, Race. race is extra insidious because now he can't even use his own intelligence to steer himself in the right direction. That's 10 years of going north when you were, when you should have been going south. And then any time, not, I'm not going to say any time, but in the few examples he gave where he tried to express himself in a way that was outside of what his parents cultivated for him, they were staunchly against it. And you know when you're dealing, you should know that when you're dealing with someone who is adopted, that they may express themselves in ways that you don't understand, but it's also probably because they have an ancestry and a cultural DNA that you don't understand. I'm not surprised. I know tons of uh, um, Middle Eastern guys who wear their hair long. It's not uncommon. Um, I think his parents screwed up big time. Do I think their heart was in the right place? Yeah. No. But, 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 but the path Why to was he- the path to hell is paved with good intentions. I don't think they're right, Wh- but I don't think they were out there like, yeah, let's fuck him up. No. Yeah, they did. They didn't want him to know they were black because they were they're saying because of a stigma, but also because you're racist, you don't want to be raising a black child. Yeah, I don't know why that they makes even, no sense. I don't even know why they adopted him. They knew what is already his cultural background from what I. So can why would you gonna, yeah? Why would you winning to lie? Like so I'm so sorry, just giving. Racist. You wanted him to be white passing because of you feel as though everything else is less than. And told him that his parents were from South America and Italy, which is better to explain why his skin was so tanned. Mm-hmm. But also made which him keep his hair short so that he couldn't see his, the true uh, texture of his curls. Honestly, when they said when I heard white from South America, I was like, hmm. I know there are white people in South America. White passing people. White passing people for, white sure. Passing people for mm-hmm. sure. 
but I feel like a lot of those people are like Afro Latino. Yeah, but they're also but they're a white, white one. But there's also just a little bit of the the and the, the olive melon wood. in it. So that's what they're trying to say. Those the olive. Well, I olive think the olive would, would come from the the, where is su- this the southern Italian part. Where is this from? What do you mean? The people are this in America? Like yeah, he's American. Yeah, I feel like that's an odd. And he's absolutely, and his parents are absolutely right in that he would have an easier time if he was just for a sure. White guy. But yeah, wrong, some, but yeah, I, but I, this I is just the thing. I just don't I think, think when people, the cool. reason, the thing about it is when people say you would have an easier time because you're you're white or you're being able to pass from people like you, like you're trying to hide him away from people like you mm-hmm. that have prejudice of black people and black experiences. Mm-hmm. That's what you're trying to do. This is what I'm saying. This is why I understand why you would even adopt him. Literally. Because they knew just they were going to lie. adopt the white baby. White, exactly. Just get you a white baby, call it a day. Their life is already going to be easier anyway. Just do easy, easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why lie to this man all his life? 23 years old. And it's not until he met a black queen. And I just want to point out he met a black queen who that was she, there that, ready to, yeah. do, to, to cream his scalp and brush out his oh hair gosh. and plait them. That he put he his was wig able on, to, yeah, and was able to find his true <laughs> self. You see how black people will throw a monkey wrench you into your family. We come yeah, here to shame. elevate. You see how we're here to elevate f- for you to find your true self, mm-hmm. real purpose, centered. Yeah, we helped you get there. <laughs> so she helped him and was like, Mm-mm, "Your nose is too spread. Your hair is too curly for you to tell me that you ain't black." Mm, that's crazy. Is there another one? We got another one. Shout out to his parents though, because to say that uh, he's uh, Italian. At southern South American, that explains the, the the olive skin and the curly hair. I'm like, well, that was but that, that was, was weird. That was weird to me when he said white from South America and white from Italy. Well, Which, Southern Italians have olive skin. Yeah, they're darker for sure, mm-hmm. but I I don't think in an American population they would think Italian as anything other than white. That's that's fair. That's you know fair. what I'm saying. So that's why I, I think, think they adopted him because at the time he presented as a very light skinned white white child. They knew that he was mixed because he was mixed with Middle Middle Eastern. So I felt like they just felt that they could get yeah, the th- There's no way they don't. I, I imagine that there's no there's no prof, profile mm-hmm. like documentation on the children when you go adopt them. Maybe right? no. They tell you what the par- they, they would have met or known what the parents were like the right. background of the parents. Right. So th- again, they would have known. Okay. Yeah. No, you're not an asshole. Your parents are pretty fucked up. But I can see that in I I I don't think this is something that you can't get past. Only thing I need you need to do now, bro, is marry that black queen. Period. Marry her. Yeah. And this is coming from the guy that ain't trying to get married. <sighs> People love giving out advice for shit that they would never do, huh? They want to seem right. <laughs> when a shoe fit, yeah. you must have quit. No, wait. Just want a glove fit. My bad. Yeah. What else we got, Ty? Let's take okay, this one. Mm, I don't know if I want to read this one. Go for it. So basically, she was like, um, I'm with my long distance boyfriend, and he made a joke specifically to piss me off. Wasn't being serious at all. That's what she's putting in quotations in brackets, right? And said the word exactly. Excuse the language. I love me some colored bitches. I immediately gave a South African girl. That's why he said that. <laughs> he says, I immediately got upset and hung up. He texted me saying it was a joke, but honestly, 
joke or not, why would he want to say something like that that would piss me off knowing I'm a sensitive person and I would get hurt and super upset by it? He reminded me that he only loves me and I know nothing, I have nothing to worry about and still makes in jokes about other women, um, especially when you're making jokes because you know it will upset me. Um, he said, specific, she said, it's really upsetting because it's specifically a different race than me. Wait, so she is South African? She's not, she's white. And he's saying, I love some colored bitches. Is he white? Is he white? There's so much context missing. Yeah, there's a lot of context missing because it doesn't say whether or not he's white or it doesn't doesn't actually say whether or not, like it doesn't say anything like that. It just says that he's making jokes saying he loves other, um, he loves him some colored bitches. No, it's going to piss her off because it's, these females are specifically a different race um, from her. And asking if she's also, I think she's also, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. Do you know so. why I think she's an asshole? Because mm. why are you mad that he said he likes colored bitches? Because she's not colored. Because she's not colored and that's his girlfriend. Come on, but black why would woman. That make, why would that make you so if, mean? If, if you were dating a... you can't compete. If you were dating a guy and he was like, you know, I love me some white bitches. Love me some white bitches. Love me some white girls. Because I was like, this like, is racist. fuck you mean? <laughs> is it because he likes bitches or is it because he like likes white, white. I don't even know the con, but the thing is that we, that's, miss, we that's, need another one with full context. Yeah, because the context to me is kind of odd because what's the th- that doesn't seem like a joke that just happened to come up. Like there must be some context behind it. Like if his ex girlfriend was black, she's racist, and there's no way he's black calling other uh, people well, colored. And is she being nice and saying colored, or did he say something else? He said colored bitches. Oh well, yeah, true. Did no, he? she said specifically. That's what he said. Specifically, and like, is her anger with the bitches word? Like, it, there's there's so much context. No, so her anger was that liking females a different, specifically a different race from her. That's what she said. But what if he was like, I like other white bitches? Is that not as bad? No, it's worse. It's just it's it, uh, the the colored is bad because you can't do anything about your color. <sighs> Man, she need to get over it. Okay. I I also think you need to get over it, but I'm trying to be sensitive. <laughs> Sorry, Sally. I think she should go over it, but also at the same time, why are we colored bitches? One, <clears throat> that's what I'm saying. It's she, giving fetish and it's giving nasty, and I don't like that for her or us. She, um, yeah. And also, why are you so mad that he like? Should are we mad? She's mad. But she said specifically because he's talking about females that are a different race to her. Mm. See, that's what I'm saying. I think it's racist. It's problematic to say. If you were to been like you talk about other women, yeah. generally, I'm like I get you. Yeah, exactly. But like you saying specifically women that are not white. That's cap. I couldn't. I could not tell Chantel. That's why I love white women. Right. I agree the, with the you. Fuck. That's an automatic argument. The, the, I understand why she's mad. True, you don't I have guess. to be a racist to say like what? Okay. Okay. True. Because if someone's like, yeah, that's why. I love like if her. I go to Chantel, I say that's why I love Jamaican girls. Depending on her mood, she's laughing, or I'm getting silent treatment, that's maybe being cussed out. But, but that's but not if the same. It, yeah, but if it was... But that's not the same. One cheating, uh, is, if I said I, that's why I like white girls, yeah, what? Sorry. Okay. Unless <laughs> this is South Africa. That's why I love Filipino girl. Well, go but get your fucking Filipino girl then. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, fair. Like, I'm fair, in trouble. Fair, 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 fair. Okay, I wouldn't up. say anything like that that could be problematic <laughs> for me crazy. in the future. That's crazy. Yeah, no, yeah, true. Not jokingly. True, now, true, Chantel true. goes to me, that, uh, that, that, that's why I like me... Um, uh, An Arab man. 
okay, let's even take it away from that. If Chantel came to me and said, that's why I like Jamaican guys, automatically I'm like, oh my God, a Jamaican guy fucked her way better than me. And I, I'm all in my man feelings. I'm all in my feelings. So let's, let's leave that. That's why I like out of it. But I do think we should delete that one only because we didn't get the full background. And it might oh, be... But that context was hilarious. But it on. might be confusing. But he too. said, you know I love color bitches. No, he said, that's why I love... No, he didn't say, you know I love color bitches. What was no, the, he said, I love... That's why I love... Oh, okay. Well, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like, think I, I think like I think everybody's acting t- everybody in that one everybody's acting tough. Let's not act like <laughs> if your girl said that's why I like niggas with muscles, I'd be like, yeah, that's true. I'd right, be like, right, yeah, right, that's right. True, right. true, like, true, true, true. Okay, fair. She fair. Me. He's also true. Yeah, and you're a racist because why are you so bad about that specifically? <laughs> but at the same time, I would be bad if someone said to me, "That's why I love white bitches," and that's my bad. I'd be like, "What the fuck?" Come, come on. So yeah, I hate you, girl. You know what? <laughs> my, white, my white sister, I hear you. I, I hear your you. white sister. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. That's a lot. Slap him upside his head. Period. Slap. Okay, so the next one: accusing my girlfriend for being racist. Okay. My girlfriend, twenty-two, and I. He's twenty-three. What is he? Have been people? together for a, about a year. I'm black, so obviously my family is black, um, and my girlfriend is white. We have a pretty good relationship, except sometimes I've noticed every time we go to my mum and dad's, my girlfriend brings. Up Wait, sorry. <laughs> my girlfriend brings my mom mangoes. <laughs> Yo, shout out your girlfriend. She's wait, crazy. Wait. Sorry. What the fuck? Wait. <sighs> but wait, no, wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. My girlfriend works at a market, so she always comes home with fresh fruit and veg. Uh-huh. She gets for free or cheap. It always bothers me and my mum always looks happy with them, but I don't know. I feel like she's just being nice. Yes, I asked her why she always brings my mum bangos and to probably stop. She was confused and said, what do you mean? I said, why is it always bangos? Is it that she's freaking... What did you say? You guys... Why is it always mango? Is it because we're black? <laughs> it feels racist and I don't like it. She got upset with me for yeah. calling her racist and said to me that she brings my mum mangoes because they're my mum's favourite fruit. I call BS on this. I've never seen my mum eat a mango before. So I asked her where she got the idea from and she told she said my mum told her that and she always eats them. She always wants to go back and stock up on mangoes whenever they go shopping together. They do that quite a lot and I don't understand it, but they both enjoy it apparently. She's not racist. Hold on. When she she told me, don't accuse me of something so disgusting just because you don't know your own mum, she left to go out with her friend's house, which went, she left to go to her friend's house and I heard, haven't heard from her since. (laughs) Right. Oh yeah. She's Um, mad. Rightfully so. I got a text from my mum asking what's going on with my girlfriend. Apparently she had been on the phone with my sister really upset about the situation they're close too i responded my, to my mom and asked if she loves mango and she said yeah what's going on yo <laughs> yeah yeah can, can yeah, i talk yet you're an asshole go ahead go ahead jay-z yeah, yeah, Wrap it up. because i feel like i'm the only one that was doing doing what was right what yeah. was, what first of all first of all right you're an asshole yeah. right Check this out. first of all <laughs> butt your ass out of women's <laughs> business because she talks to your sister and your mom Literally. you didn't even know your mom likes like, mangoes Right. What kind of son are you? First of all, move up. That's first and foremost. Second of all, yo, if if my son's uh, girlfriend comes to my house every day with mango, knowing mangoes aren't 25 cents, 
and you're bringing fresh mangoes from the produce uh, from the, the supermarket that you work at, you are my type of person. We need to stop crying wolf with this racist, like, racist, racist right, shit. Right, this is right. dumb if, as fuck. If she came with Popeye's chicken and watermelon every time, now we have something to talk <laughs> yeah. about. But she's coming to your mom's house with exotic fruits. And again, again, you didn't even have the self-awareness to, oh, I've never seen my mom. Yeah, because your mom, you because you probably don't pay attention See, to what mom, your mom likes. Because you're probably the baby of your family. Literally. I bet your sister, who's clearly older than you, I bet your sister know that your mom loves off a mango. Chances are your mom's from the West Indies. Even if she's not, who the fuck doesn't like mangoes? Like, mango smoothie, mango uh, ice cream, mango, mango ice cream, mango sherbet, mango gelato, literally. mango bubble tea. Everybody likes mango. Literally. Facts. And you know what's so funny is how dare you call her racist? Yeah, when she she goes shopping with your mom and talks to your sister and all of these things, why would she be racist? <laughs> she's too. Not to mention, if every time she's bringing your mom mango, she probably has mango feeling and squeezing in the grocery store down to a science. Literally. She's only bringing your mom sweet mango. No tough mango, bitter mango. But also, not, but I would imagine said, that the... Said, hold on, can I just point out? He literally said, racist. my mom is smiling, but I think she's just being nice. No, she's smiling because she's happy. She loves mangoes. So she always looks happy with them, but I don't know. I feel like she's just being nice. Uh, no, she... And then to tech yourself and go right, bro. If you want to break up with the girl, just break up Literally. with her. Don't call her a fucking yeah, racist guy. Yeah. You're out of your mind. Yeah. This if my, I don't even care for strawberries like that. But imagine my son's girlfriend says, "Oh, Mr. Lewis, I brought you some strawberries." Every time. Her. Listen, listen. Thank you. When I was younger, Becky. I used to be obsessed with Rubicon mango juice, and every time I would meet Rubicon. my boyfriend, Rubicon. he yeah. he would bring. Uh, the, like a liter of the Mubica mango every oh single day. Damn, he loved you. He a loved me. Work. And then he would also give me a kebab roll. Anyway. Um, okay. Yeah, so I would just... When you care for someone... Is I this think, I think this is also... Sorry. So I also... No, it wasn't. I also think um, this just shows that you are a horrible person. You're oblivious. Because literally, when you care for someone and you know they like something, you will go out of your way to provide that for them. Right. She knows your mom likes mangoes, so she brings them for her every time because they're cheap or they're free where she works. She's thoughtful as fuck. Mm -hmm. She's caring about your family more than you do. Mm -hmm. And then you have the cheek to call her racist because she brought her mangoes. Like you said, Where is it's this? not watermelon. It's not watermelon. Where is this, by the way? She's not bringing grapes. He doesn't have a location. Where is Because this is Canada. Mangoes are like $6 This doesn't even have, have a location. But if listen, wherever, anywhere wherever, outside of the West Indies, mangoes are expensive. So right. she, she's really doing your listen, mom a service. Listen, even buying in the West Indies sometimes it's expensive because everyone's going trees. So if you're but buying, they know. I they imagine if off. mom didn't like it, it would be a quick phone call, a quick I, text. When are black women afraid to tell someone? Don't bring Stop no more mangoes. Stop bringing mangoes. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. I don't want them. Want thank mangoes. you. No, thank you. So, so now your mom's afraid to, to, to tell the, the, the little white girl. Listen, I don't want <laughs> right. mangoes no more. Is this what we're saying? Come on now. And then. And then Yo, yo, this guy's crazy. Yo. Let me lose my damn trainer. Mind you, he gonna literally just call his mom and ask his mom, mom do if you like, you like mangoes? mangoes before calling her a racist. Yeah. How are you gonna call her a racist before you even question? And, 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 and one more thing. Let's speak to the emotional intelligence of women. Your girlfriend knows your mom's love language. Gifts. Period. Yeah. Your girlfriend brought your mom a mango. Your girlfriend asked your mom, oh, like, I work at a grocery store. What's your favorite kind of fruit? Hmm? They go grocery shopping together. He, he even said they go grocery shopping together, and I don't understand it. They do it quite often. So she, if she goes grocery shopping with your mom, that means she is aware of what your mom buys on a weekly basis. 
So she's going to know what kind of fruit she likes. So that's why she's bringing her mangoes. Love me. What a waste man. How old is he? 23 years old. He's the dumbest 23 year old I've ever met. Talk about some racism. That's how you know you've never experienced racism. And again, black people, I keep saying you are not your black past because you don't even understand how is that racist? A mango? A mango. A mango of all the things black people have been on. Which has not been associated with have a racist connotation. Literally, I was going to say, mango, it's not like a watermelon. It's not a banana. (laughs) It's not like you're bringing out a bunch of bananas every time. I wanted to ask him, did you say banana or mango? (laughs) As soon as I read it, I had to laugh because literally there is no racist connotation with mangoes. It's not the same as a banana. It's not even watermelon. She just like, mango. Now, let me ask you a question, Taz, a West Indian. Now, you don't have to follow me, obviously, but... Mango is my favorite yes. fruit. Mm. What about yours? Mango and pineapple, yeah. Tropical fruits. Yeah. yeah. Listen, know? if any listen, if a man man friend or whatever came to my house, every time they came to my house, they bought two mangoes. What? I'm cooking you chicken. I'm and cooking the, you rice. And let me tell you something right now. Mangoes Even are delicious. if every week, every week you bring me a mango, the type of person I am that it just can't go out of style. The Bad. mango's gonna be done. You can't open a mango and have a piece of it. So you, the mango's you gotta yeah. eat the whole thing. You have to eat the whole thing. You have to eat the whole so thing. So that's what I'm saying. It's not like- And there ain't even much on it. That's it's true. It's not even as big as And they as a get right really quickly. So she's gonna have to keep bringing them for me. Facts. You're Facts. crazy. You're we got crazy. another one? He's absolutely fucking Meanwhile, this, this poor white girl, she's risking, risking her job getting the good mangoes and hiding them in her shirt right. for the whole shit. <laughs> just to buy them at the end of the day. Gosh. Should we do one more and then go to Black Pot Awards? Absolutely. That was fantastic, Ty. Well done. <laughs> Mangoes. I, th- I swear she said banana for a second. <laughs> yeah, she started yeah, laughing before I could I'm hear. Sorry, I could because I couldn't I believe I was. Reading. I actually couldn't believe I was reading. Like, she's racist because she bunched about mangoes. What the hell? This bitch. <laughs> this racist white devil brought my mom mango. mango. What the hell? Okay, so. So I, black, 18 female, and my white boyfriend, 17 male, have been together for one year. We have a pretty good relationship for the most part, aside from the occasional argument. But other than that, we're okay. So lately, I've been raving about the new Little Mermaid. (laughs) The new Little Mermaid movie, Ariel, was my favorite princess growing up. And when they announced the new one last year. Yeah. Disney princess. Sea princess or? She's a princess. They're all princesses, bro. Every princess, yeah. Last year, I was extremely to see it. Well, her dad was the king of the ocean. Oh, true. I've never seen that. You haven't seen Little Mermaid? No. So last year, I was really excited. Extremely excited to see it. So And so was my boyfriend. So we went to see it over the weekend. Last weekend, I mentioned it to my mother-in-law. She ain't your goddamn mother-in-law. You ain't even married. Hmm. But okay, that we were going to see it and she made a face. I completely disregarded it at the time. So Friday came and we go to the movie theaters and she's blown up my boyfriend's phone to come home to help her with an emergency. She asked what kind of emergency and she didn't answer. So he called her brother to go and check on her while we were watching the movie. The movie ends and it was probably my favorite live action I've ever seen. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, when my mom and when me and my boyfriend go to my house, my mother-in-law surprisingly is there. Hmm. Oh, they live together? Uh, wait, I'm 17. 18 and 17. Uh, 17, 18. No, they're oh probably hanging God. out after the movie and the mom right. went to the, yeah, I don't think they live together. I'm so confused. Anyway, yeah, hold on. Yeah. So when me and my boyfriend go to my house, yeah, my house, mother-in-law is surprisingly there and she's going off saying, how could you choose a movie over her? She's more important than a movie. My boyfriend says he sent my brother to check 
on her. My mother-in-law conf- confesses that she had no emergency. She just wanted to see if we would choose wokeness, <laughs> in oh, quotation marks, oh over gosh. her. I asked her what she meant. She said that this movie is only to bring unnecessary representation and it was a woke liberal agenda. And I just stared into belief, like, what the hell is this woman talking about? She told my boyfriend that the media is trying to erase white people and him watching that is him being okay with it. I immediately snapped at her and told her that the movie has nothing to do with wokeness or some stupid ass agenda. It's just a live action. (laughs) Mermaids aren't real, ma'am. Then I asked her, (laughs) literally, and then I asked her if she's racist and she said, I'm not racist. I lie myself to... I allow my son to date you, don't I? Oh, that's racist. Your black ass. That's racist. Then that's, she said that that sent me over the edge. I completely cussed her out and my boyfriend had to pull me away from her <laughs> and he told her to go home. My mother-in-law told the whole family about what happened and apparently me calling her racist is the worst is worse than her being racist. My boyfriend told me to apologize so everyone will leave us alone. Nah, but my that. parents told me not to even think about it. <coughs> I am torn. So am I the asshole? Hell no, to the motherfucking no. No, no. No. The mom is racist and a the little bit said, brainwashed. <laughs> no, she she gives MAGA. She yeah, gives the MAGA people that literally Karen. like she's a Karen. Yeah. She's a Fox News mom. Lit, she's a Fox News mom. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure she doesn't even know. She Anything, doesn't believe really. Black History Month exists. She, exactly. She like, thinks no, it's, she it's a propaganda she agenda. Exists. She thinks it's bullshit. She literally said, I'm not racist. I allow my son to date you, don't I? Allow? Yeah. Allow? Mm-hmm. She's 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 whack. You are not the asshole, baby not girl. Asshole. And honestly, I'm not being funny, but I would break up with him. It's also problematic ah, that they're so young. I too. would break up with him. Ah. Let me tell you something, yeah? What you don't want is to have babies with a man like that and then to have your curly head mixed race children going over there and then they're touching her head to my wall and telling and inciting hating that child. God do damn. not do it. You are too young to be be mother in law in anyone that is doing that shit. And the fact that she's trying to turn the whole family against you and then your boyfriend is telling you to apologize means that in times of issues like this, he's, he's not going to stand first. by you and stand up for you. He's going to try and force you to assimilate yeah. and put down your true feelings just to get along. Don't do it's it. It's so odd get rid of him. to me that when people are like one movie with a black person is now erasure erasure of white people as if 90% of the fucking movies that come out in like, a year and like aren't having that, a bunch of white people in it. And like the one that exists is, is going to be erased. You're acting as if what that, are you talking that about? cartoon version of Mermaid, the Little Mermaid is going to be erased. Fox News still it's white people. Is your news, your anchor still him. white people? Break Get over him. yourself. You'll Break up okay. with him. Get okay. over yourself. Get over I yourself. I didn't see Ty's point, but yeah, that's it's it's just gonna get progressively more Worse. and more bullshit. As thing because at the end of the day, whether her beliefs, whatever her beliefs are, this is the type of woman to interfere with the lives of a seventeen and an eighteen year old right, person. Right. That is a miserable Honestly. person. That is a miserable person. That person has nothing going on in their life. No. I cannot tell you how little. Fox, I would give about what my younger sister and her homegirls or her boyfriend are doing right now. She faked, as long as everyone's safe, I'm good. She She's faked. Miserable. She faked an emergency and wanted to see if he would choose wokeness. That's what she said. Wokeness over her. That means she lies. She's manipulative. Mm-hmm. She's dramatic as fuck. 
And the fact, like I said, that your boyfriend would try to make you apologize to get by. This is another reason what these white privilege that these people are like, they don't see because it's just like, yeah, I apologize. Nobody cares. Uh, what mm. the fact that she was disrespectful, said something very disrespectful dis, um, and borderline racist to mm -hmm. say that she's allowing you to date me. What? You ain't allowed nothing over here, honey. I got my man and I'm going to yeah. keep him if I want to keep him. But yeah. I really think but you should get rid keep of him. him. I think you should get rid of him. I think it's just going to get progressively worse. <laughs> to, you, to the left, to the left. You cannot marry into a fam you cannot marry into a family like that because that is the political views that they have. That is the mindset that they have. You do not want to have children if the that have black. Feels that way, literally, it's God knows. God knows. God knows what else is going on. What grandma and grandpa are saying. Mm -mm. Mm. Don't be having no babies with that man. Get out of that. Y'all too young. ASAP. And for the for the crazy, also she ain't no goddamn mother-in-law. You're 17 years old. For the crazy, that's that's where you fucked up. First time, my mother-in-law, like she earned that, or like he, the, the son earned that. But um, uh, uh, just for the crazy lady, sh sh they didn't choose wokeness over you. Your son chose uh, kissy kissy feely feely in a movie theater <laughs> right. with his gal over you, and that's perfectly natural. They probably barely watched the movie. You sound like Norman <laughs> Bates' mom. Who's Norman Bates? <laughs> you never seen Bates Motel? Bates Motel. Do yourself a favor. No, 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 I haven't. <laughs> All right. So now we can talk she about. She definitely that. kisses her son on the mouth. Oh my god! She's that mom for sure. Oh, oh my days! <laughs> and gives him casseroles. That's so Come gross. On. With carrots and raisins. Oh, tuna casserole. What's up with the casserole thing? Oatmeal so and carrots. <laughs> Gerber, Gerber food, baby food. <laughs> All right, y'all. So now we'll talk about the Black Podcasting Awards. The squad here was nominated for a Black Podcasting Award. Um, this is the fourth annual Black Podcasting Awards. I guess it's, it started sometime during the pandemic. Um, group of people realized there was not any pod award, podcasting awards for black people. So they started it up and now we're included. Yep. Um, we were nominated for best hosting team. Um, now, of course, if you know anything about nominations, you got to apply for all of these things and whatnot, this, that, and the other. And honestly, I was a bit, I won't say I was surprised, but I, I mean, I'm happy. First of all, let me say I'm happy and honored that we got nominated for best hosting team. Um, but I was, a part of me was in my mind when I did the submission, I thought we would get nominated for best international podcast. Like in my mind, I was like, oh, of all the categories I applied us to. That's the one we're going to definitely Yeah, we got get. mad immigrants on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but we got nominated with um, against, excuse me, we got nominated for best hosting team. Now, when I got the email, I was mad excited, yeah, right? For sure. I got the email. I was like, oh, shit, because I had forgot about it because I, I applied for us or maybe two months ago or okay. something like that. Like it was it was a while ago. I think it might have been June or July. And I got the email and it started off with congratulations. I'm like, congratulations for what? It's like, you've been Yay. nominated for best hosting team. So I was like, oh shit, nice. So I got super excited and then they showed you all the nominees. And I, in my mind, of course, I was like, yo, we got this in the bag. No way. And then I saw we were up against <laughs> Jill Scott, who I didn't know had a podcast. Me neither. And then a podcast called Mama's Den. So we up against a a group of black mamas. Um, and then I'm looking through the page doing my research, right? Like, who are these people? You know what I'm saying? Trying to compete. Are they posting people to vote? I hope not. Anyways, and uh, I go and I see one of the names. I'm like, this name looks mad familiar. Who is this? Like, it wasn't registering to me, right? And then I go back and I look through it. I was like, 
yo, is this actually the person I think it is? Yep, Canadian. And I was like, I pressed it, pressed the page. Okay, music is getting there, and then the song pops up on the on the Spotify, and it kills me. Yep. And I'm like, oh my god, we up against Melanie Fiona yes, too. Yes, we are up against it. some strong songstresses. Yep. So when I got that, I was like, first, I won't lie. I'm a bit of a hater. I'm a bit of a negative Nancy sometimes. I was like, we ain't got no chance. <laughs> <laughs> we have no Jill Scott. So I was like, maybe if they don't promote, nobody will know. Mm. Right. So I did stalk their page. I won't lie. I stalked their page to see too. if they were posting. I did too. <laughs> if, posting if they, like a mother. If they were posting. They didn't post as much as I did. Okay. But they don't need to because they got a thousand times the followers I did. Yeah. Mm. So, um, shit, maybe thousands, hundreds of thousands of more followers actually <laughs> than I do. So for a couple of days, they wasn't posting cause I was, I was talking it mm-hmm. and then they started posting and I was like, ah, oh, damn. All right. But it's still an honor to be nominated for, um, a podcast award because we deserve it mm-hmm. cause we fucking good. And that's all I got to say. Anything y'all want to say? I appreciate getting uh, nominated for the award we did get uh, nominated for. Another small accolade uh, along our journey. We didn't necessarily get into this thinking that, you know, we would. it, it was about award. I, I didn't get into this for the awards and for the accolades. I got into this because I enjoy podcasts and I wanted to see what we could contribute to the podcast uh, universe. But I'll take it. It's I'm very proud of us because we've put in a lot of long nights to get this Jeez, out. Yeah. Redmond's been putting in peer time uh, with the editing and that kind of stuff. Ty has tirelessly come up with marketing strategies and and, and uh, po- uh, pop culture stories and different topics for us to get into. And I'm really proud of what we've done so far. And this is just year one. So this is this is huge. And hopefully this time next year, we're talking about receiving an award. Yeah, fair enough. So by the time this release, this is released, we'll know the results. Um, I mean, I already know the results, but you don't well, know the results. We'll know the results that I know the results of next week uh, when this is released. I just like to point out that life and death is in the power of the tongue, and red with this negative energy is not what we need on this podcast. Okay, Nancy. so fix it. It's fair not enough. I get, I get what negative energy is math. I get what you're saying. <laughs> I get what you're saying, but at the same time, let's just not because you don't know. Just because people are promoted doesn't mean that conversions ha- are happening. People doesn't mean that people are actually going to then do it. Whereas I know that our people are going to do it. That's fair. I mean, there were, yeah, that's fair. But I do think that um, I'm happy, honestly, for, uh, for me, the most important reason for me even thinking about applying for these podcasts and awards, any of them was not to get the awards, but to get more exposure Yeah, and to get more people to, to listen. So maybe they checked our page and was like, who is these? People, we need to get in touch with them. Mm-hmm. Who knows? And I, Melanie Fiona is Canadian, so who knows? She might give us some Canadian love. Maybe send us some Maybe. love. Maybe. Who knows? You know. But it's all about just really wanting to get the word out to the people. So yeah, and we're gonna pastor, be bougie so cool. and change our bio to award nominated podcast. Mm-hmm. Period. That's Absolutely. fair. We got to use that. That's true. I might put as well put that on my resume. Man. We can Absolutely. do that. We need to put that on my resume too, because I got that shit on there. Yeah. Yep. So, very happy. Anything else y'all want to say? 
no the i'm just really excited to be back guys so we'll be back next week with some real topics we'll be back next week with a matter of blacks i know you guys love those mm-hmm. um but yeah i'm super excited to be back check out the visuals on our social media make sure you follow us on instagram yeah and i'll be back in london soon baby anyway He'll talk to you this time. I know every time he brings up London, Nicole's rolling her eyes. Bye, Nicole. <laughs> Yo, listen, listen. Listen, I don't even care no more, okay? Because at first, I didn't care. I mean, I did care. I was like, yeah, I am saying London a lot. Like, a lot. But now that I've been there and I know how much, you know, the ladies love me and they are so sad that I didn't speak to all of them. That I feel Who as though they that? didn't. Hold on. Yo, leave, let me live my life. Okay. Um, that I'll be back. I'll be back for sure. And we'll be back. We'll be back as a group doing a tour at some point. Oh my God, listen. The time I go back to London and we do a live show is going to be freaking amazing. That would be a game show. Because my people will show up and it will be lit, you know. I already know it will be a party. Mm -hmm. I love you, London ladies. Anyways, thanks for listening, y'all. I usually do an outro, but I'm so unseasoned, I forgot how I go. Uh, Oh, you guys can follow me on Instagram, the A Redman. I changed back my Instagram name from you Film did? by Red to Jokes on Red. So oh, I am Jokes on Red on all platforms now. How uh, did you been doing all this switchy switchy changes? Because I'm funny as shit. Okay. So I had to let people know because people been hating on my funny. So okay. yeah. All right, you can find me on Instagram at Ty Noel on Instagram T I Y E N O E. Double L E. And you can find me on Instagram at the Hovington Post, T H E H O V I N G T O N P O S T. I post once every 72 days. <laughs> so see me when you see me. I've actually been posting more. You can actually get a snippet of me vibing to some Jill Scott. Yeah, you did uh, a really nice reel. Uh-huh. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, I really enjoyed your reels in London too. Oh, oh thank at, you. Look at me bringing it up. Oh, look. I'm trying, but I just <laughs> have fun. And so I don't sound like a hater, very random, but my favorite part, one of my favorite parts of London, you guys got wicked car culture. You guys have so many cool, yeah. uh, like Audis and Skodas and Vauxhalls and Citroens and all these different cars that Citrons. people, exactly. People, people who are into cars know and salivate for, and they're just whatever to you guys over there. You guys have great car culture. Uh, keep it up. I, I I have a lot of love for London. Yeah. I'm just not you guys no have, Toronto flag. You guys got great black women culture. Okay, and with that, we are ending the podcast. Peace. <laughs>